0: Silver, 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 silver 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 sober 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 Silver, silver, sober 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 silver, sober silver, silver, silver,
1: silver, sober 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 Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you may be And welcome to It's So Real
0: With your boy Oso
1: And your girl Rocky
0: What is good beautiful people We are back in this bitch
1: Motherfucking back but never really left
0: (laughs) You know we had to do it one time for the one time
1: Mm -hmm. So before we go into today's show we want to remind you to like us on Facebook, yes. follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. and subscribe to our YouTube channel.
0: Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Uh, also, when you're there, subscribing to that YouTube channel. Make sure you hit that little bell icon so that you are notified when we drop new videos. Because we are dropping content like crazy in 2020. Notice.
1: So we have changed up our format as far as how we're going to produce the show, how we're going to interact with our audience. Mm -hmm. Um so let's tell the people a little bit about what changes are taking place. First and foremost, no more live videos.
0: No more lives. Uh they were cool while they lasted, uh, but they weren't necessarily as efficient in engaging the audience that Mm -hmm. we liked. We might bring them back at some other point, but for right now, in terms of the way that we're operating, we rather have People send in the questions, which I guess you're going to get to after this uh, and have us respond with a video that we already have recorded and Mm -hmm. everything's running a little bit more smoothly Mm -hmm. uh, through that process.
1: So that being said, I believe on Fridays, we are going to post on Instagram and Facebook a question for the upcoming show. Mm -hmm. Um, The question is going to be for you all to leave in the comments. Uh, what your questions are what your answers are or just how to engage your thoughts and your your comments yeah. um, with us and we will respond to you All
0: right that's the plan because we want to make sure that we're really engaged with you mm-hmm. guys as the audience members we appreciate you tuning in mm-hmm. we really uh, we love the feedback like mm-hmm. the back and forth the call of mm-hmm. response baby yes, yes. we feed off of that energy so we want to make sure that this is as easy and smooth a process as possible so mm-hmm. we switched it up a little bit
1: and we're going to be having a video with our responses and that's what we're going to upload on youtube we'll put a teaser out on instagram um so that way you can still see us <laughs> you know but um but that way we can and also so we're not recording for an hour and yeah
0: yeah we used to have some issues with that <laughs> <laughs> you know
1: um um and before we really get into the show, too, I kind of want to tell the people what we've been up to.
0: Why not? Let's do it.
1: So first and foremost, <laughs> as of December 2019, I passed my clinical exam, Ba-ba-da-ba-da. meaning I am now <laughs> a licensed marriage and family therapist. Yes.
0: I'm going to add all these sound effects in later.
1: <laughs> I mean, you're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I'll let the people decide. Do you like my raw sound effects from my voice or would you like me to implement um, new ones?
1: I personally like your raw sound effects from your
0: voice. Well, I I appreciate (laughs) it. I appreciate it.
1: Um, But yes, so now uh, financially, I'm in a much better (laughs) place.
0: We're getting money. We're getting money.
1: Um, So be on the lookout for It's So Real merchandise. Because now I got the money. I got to take care of some bills, you know. But <laughs> After that, you know, after that, we're going to trademark our logo. We're going right. to get these shirts popping. And we going to, uh, you know, get them to you.
0: You, the audience, which again, we appreciate y'all. Because I know we've been away for a little bit. We I'm, had
1: to get ourselves you know, together, though.
0: I'm glad y'all were patient. But we yes, going to come in you. swinging. We're going to come in like with what you said, with the merchandise, mm-hmm. with everything. So it's well worth the wait. We are back. We mm-hmm. are back, people.
1: So, what have you been up to in these last few months?
0: Well, your boy Oso, <laughs> formerly known as O on the show, has been doing his music thing, man. Like mm-hmm. for real, I've connected with a lot of good artists. Um, some local, some uh, most not local, honestly. Um, and I've connected with a whole bunch of people on in, in the online community. Shout out to Curtis King, my brother. Um. And it's been a great experience. It's been a a learning experience, but I've definitely honed my craft a lot better. So going forward, I will be producing some fire-ass beats, Mm -hmm. and they will be available for purchase on ososmartproductions.com. That's ososmartproductions.com. Don't forget the two T's. Throw two T's on that bitch. (laughs) All right? You know? If you you hit me with the one T, I ain't answering. Mm
1: -hmm. And make sure you subscribe to Oso's YouTube channel. Yes. Where you can just see him dancing, having dancing, a good time, playing them Working keys, out,
0: playing the keys, doing know, all types of stuff. Just me really just being myself.
1: <laughs> but to his beats.
0: But to my beats. Mm-hmm. Get, check out the beats. Trust me. I'm I'm, I'm getting, You thought, if you thought I was all right before, I'm getting fired <laughs> out, you know?
1: And that's one thing that, you know, these months have allowed us to do. It's just work on ourselves, work on our other passion yes. projects, mm-hmm. you know? So it's been nice. It's yeah. actually
0: been nice. Um,
1: but we are glad to be back.
0: Very glad to be back. We I think we really missed the podcast. Oh, like, for I, sure. We love doing this together. We mm-hmm. love talking to you, the audience, mm-hmm. the, uh, the members of, uh, of our little community that we have going. Yes. Our little It's So Real community. <laughs> um, we appreciate y'all. And we missed y'all. And we missed talking about all these you know how I many things went on since
1: right oh my whew. goodness and we had said that we were going to talk politically but no
0: nah, we, we there was
1: so much shit that happened last year
0: i mean just to, our
1: today in america playlist on soundcloud would have been
0: it would have been crazy full <laughs> to i mean we just go over like a couple of things just happened this week the whole d wade thing went down we yeah. talked, We could talk about that the yeah. uh, gail king thing mm-hmm. with snoop and everybody mm-hmm. else going at her uh, Kobe, of course, that was a result yeah. of the whole Kobe thing that yeah. happened. That that, psh, that hit me. So there's so many things so we have to talk things. about that affect black America. Mm-hmm. And we, we're just glad to be back, y'all. We are glad to be back.
1: Yes. <laughs> and that being said, let's start the show for today. We took a break to fall in love.
0: That's right, y'all.
1: <laughs> so we are freshly coming back from the country, Guyana.
0: Where. My people are from, baby. Mm-hmm. Yes. So this so. was
1: me meeting his parents for the first time, y'all.
0: Yeah, mixed up, mm-hmm. mixed up. How'd you feel? <laughs> felt so many ways. So many we, gonna many into, ways. Right? we gonna get into it, or we gonna get into it? So many ways.
1: Um, I think you know to really address the impact of what this trip meant to me, mm. I think we have to start from the beginning
0: all right well let's let's start from the beginning Um, and before
1: we do that i do want to uh wish and hope that everyone had a beautiful and loving black love day and happy valentine's day yes yes
0: shout out to all the couples shout out to people who were single who just was out here doing their thing mm-hmm. still self-love is Self- very important exactly i was Community just about to say love. that same thing like yes. self-love is the best love so if you're loving yourself mm-hmm. that person's gonna come along mm-hmm. and even if they're not coming along in the time that you want to you'll be loving yourself in the meantime mm-hmm. and growing exactly so that when they do come whatever that is because we can't control that you will be the best version of yourself exactly
1: And even if they never come, if you don't want them to come, Mm. you live in
0: your life. You live in your life. Filling your
1: life with other forms of love that are just as important Mm -hmm. and valid and needed.
0: Right, and romantic connections aren't the only connections. So you could have a whole bunch of friendships that are way uh, above any connection that you might have had in a romantic relationship. For sure, for sure.
1: But I think uh, you also wanted to uh, let the audience know something before we actually talk about our relationship, and what was that?
0: um that oh yeah this is just a disclaimer uh uh, kind of a (laughs) my relationship our relationship the connection that we have is unique to our own experiences and what we've gone through so with that being said i appreciate if you people uh comment on it but our relationship is our own so it's kind of like not for your approval or opinion you know it's, it's cool like you can have your opinion about it but I no don't matter. mean I gotta give a fuck exactly. about it <laughs> exactly and, and most often I don't I, like if you do know me you know that I'm a private person and if you don't know me it's because I'm private motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> anyways no but for real I'm usually a private person when it comes to my relationships Um, in my past relationships the last relationship I had it ended pretty roughly and I had to go through a lot of healing through that and a lot of that came into play when it came to the privacy of my relationship Mm. um so it's a huge story and one that i'll probably tell a little bit more because i am getting less private when it comes to things that i've processed but that's the key that I've processed. Mm-hmm. So when I say I'm ready to talk about something, that's when I'm gonna talk about mm-hmm. it. And no sooner. Mm-hmm. And if I don't give a fuck about your opinion because either it's not valid or you don't have information or you're or just you being not
1: feeding fucking or financing me.
0: You know that all that. <laughs> <laughs> then I will proceed to say, uh miss me with that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to hit that disclaimer before we start the story. So if you are gonna be in the comments talking that bullshit (laughs) just know that i'm either a not gonna respond or b gonna tell you to kick rocks Hmm. fuck you on my page for (laughs) um but yeah just want to put that out there for my loving audience it's (laughs) so real real members that have been loyal and dearing and caring this is not addressed to you Mm -hmm. y'all love family
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: we love you
1: (laughs) and to our it's so real fan base as well as to all the newcomers The reason that I would like to be more open about um, discussing our relationship and the reason that I have been is because I feel like with us both being therapists as well as just having- One of them's licensed.
0: Yes. (laughs) The other one's coming up in August. (laughs) Coming up, coming
1: up. um, I think we have a responsibility to show what a healthy relationship looks like. right. Like, for me, I haven't had examples of healthy relationships in my personal life. Uh, My parents just recently got divorced. That was the best thing that could happen for them. And yeah, I just I didn't have that example. So I do believe um, as people in a healthy relationship that it's, you know, we yeah, we should show other people that this exists and that exists in different forms as well.
0: Exactly. Different forms, that part. Because everybody thinks everything's so uniform that everything has to be either one monogamous. We gonna get into it, okay, uh, yeah. or heterosexual we don't get into mm-hmm. <laughs> or it has to look a certain way when it comes to power dynamics and gender norms mm-hmm. so all, all that
1: and, you know? and that and that's another reason why i like to be open about a relationship is because i do believe in advocacy for ethical non-monogamy yep. and in order to do that uh really i i do have to talk about my relationship i can talk about it from a personal stance but it, your relationship gets roped into that conversation usually um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um especially because ethical non-monogamy or consensual non-monogamy is becoming a lot more mainstream nowadays which i am so proud of i'm so proud that mainstream news stations are actually making a point to discuss these types of relationships they're trying however it is very whitewashed and it is very polyfidelitous or triad oriented
0: shout out to her rocky you got the vocab down i'll be like i got she's my (laughs) my dictionary she's (laughs) my dictionary (laughs) y'all i'm like what the what
1: now Cause I be uh-huh. I be in the poly group. They came up with another one. Oh
0: damn. It's so much language.
1: <laughs> it's so much language. But I try to you know respect... for
0: LGBTQ uh, plus yes. uh, stuff as well. She be hitting me to all that. Cause I'm like I don't I don't got I, I'm like some of y'all where it's like yo they came up with another damn letter. Yeah. I didn't know that many damn letters in the alphabet. <laughs> so I I can't I, keep I, up. As,
1: as she someone, is a
0: my resource. As
1: player. someone pointed <laughs> out, I have a thirst for knowledge and growth. So I am definitely on. Thank it, God for that. You know, yeah. and then you learn for me so you yeah. don't even have to be out there doing all the research that I'm doing
0: <laughs> it's, it's hard to keep up but it's mm-hmm. like you know part of our job obviously is mm-hmm. therapists. but also it's just good like you were saying mm-hmm. to have the knowledge to connect to whomever you want to connect to because mm-hmm. if you're ignorant about certain things it creates a barrier between you and mm-hmm. how far that connection can go with someone else mm-hmm. um, so understanding and knowledge and exposure is kind of like the catalyst to connection
1: exactly exactly which
0: is why we doing this y'all mm-hmm. y'all need to know about these things because you might have been in a non-monogamous relationship
1: might not have been ethical it
0: might not have been ethical. <laughs> <laughs> but you might not have even known and it might have felt right to you but you got shamed for it yeah. you know mm-hmm. so all types of things that could have happened
1: um and on that note i do want to plug that on the it's a real youtube channel i have created a playlist of polyamorous and ethical non-monogamous resources um, so there's TED Talks, there's, again, the mainstream news um, documentaries or docu-series on polyamory or ethical non-monogamy um there's a couple of videos about polygamy just so people can understand the difference (laughs) um because polygamy does fall under ethical non-monogamy but it is not polyamory and we will get into those definitions later
0: break it all the way down exactly
1: Um, so there's no confusion but there that is a very extensive uh playlist that i've made and i'm continuing to add to it just so other people can understand themselves understand our relationship dynamic and just have an open more of an open mind about different relationship structures <laughs> you know um yeah so can we just check just to make sure everything's
0: yeah let's important? do a little check we're gonna do a little checkity check check right, everything cool, seems cool. to be running very smoothly all right cool cool make sure i ain't clipping or that right we'll see we'll, we'll, go, back we'll, we'll go back to it. <laughs> i think we could yeah. all right y'all let's get back to the show
1: all righty so, to start, really start this this show today, we took a break to fall in love. I wanted to dive into our relationship.
0: If you hadn't but uh, couldn't tell by the title, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And
1: um, uh, for that we have to go back to the beginning.
0: Way Whew. way back.
1: So, uh, I just want to point out that in 2013 we became Facebook friends. Because we both went to Hampton University. However, we did not meet at Hampton University, which is crazy because we knew a lot of the same people. We were a part of the same organizations.
0: You know, I ain't going to put her out there, but there were, I dated someone within your circle. Yeah. it was It's wild that we didn't know each other. It, like from I, high school.
1: I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I guess it just wasn't meant to be that time. And... Thank God, right? Because I was a different person then. Sure. I, I, I damn sure was, <laughs> you know. So, mm-hmm. so <laughs> we just gonna we gonna leave that there. But um, okay, so speed speed forward. All right, so now it is two thousand fifteen. I am in the second year of my uh, MFT program at University of San Diego. Mm-hmm. And you are graduating. Graduating,
0: yeah, I graduated from Northwestern University, mm-hmm. 2015. So mm-hmm. I would have been wrapping up my program.
1: Exactly. Um, so obviously, for two years, we had been seeing each other post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I knew that Oso was an MFT. I knew that he was a black MFT, and she
0: about to. Sh- she, this is the part where she about to tell you how she shot her shot.
1: Yes. I shot my shot, y'all. I slid into his DMs.
2: Ooh,
0: she I was right up in there. I was
1: just about to start my practicum, which is the actual practicing therapy. And I was nervous as hell, y'all. And I wanted to specialize in the black population. And I was just like, I need to hear from somebody who's been in it. I need to know what's up. So I slid into his and DMs.
0: she thought I was fine.
1: I mean, <laughs> that was not my original <laughs> motive. <laughs> I was just like, I need help. And he seems to be about. Well, oh, I it. helped
0: her, alright. So, oh
1: so I shot my shot, y'all. I slid into his DMs on Facebook and was like, "Hey, tell me. tell me about your experience." Um. So with that conversation, like we we were on the MFT for a little bit, but it's it's mm-hmm. went into a whole different other thing. We were talking about spirituality. Mm-hmm. We were talking about. What names we had individually for our future children, because they were African. I names. swear I don't remember all this. I went back and looked. But yeah. <laughs> But we were talking about a lot of different things, and it was showing like a deep level of connection, right? Mm,
0: yeah. From a um early, early starting point, like it's just when you connect with somebody that you are meant to connect with, that you're aligned with, mm. it kind of happens organically. Mm. There's no forcing it. Um, so that's kind of the connection that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. A genuine like straight off the bat chemistry flowing from online Hmm. mind you
1: well i'm used to that you're
0: not i'm very i'm (laughs) very much uh in person physical touch uh quality time you gotta be right in front of me type of person so for me to connect with somebody online in that way it's Mm -hmm. actually pretty unique Mm mm-hmm I'm special, (laughs) y'all. Yeah, yeah. She's she's special. She is. Um, whereas I
1: am definitely a sapiosexual, so I am very much attracted to the mind. Um, and that will make me more attracted to you physically if I'm attracted to your mind. So online is a great way for me to dissect your mind before even meeting you and get caught up with the physical feelings and all of that. So um, so yeah, we had a great connection on Facebook in 2015. But when I went to grad school, I made a commitment to myself to not be in a relationship because I had been on and off with my ex during Hampton. So I wanted to make sure that I committed to myself and committed to my growth as an individual person. Um, so even though we had a great uh, connection in 2015, like after that original conversation, all communication stopped.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, I had a girlfriend at the time way. which i did not know yes so and just so y'all know i was just talking and it was a good connection so therefore i was not cheating you
1: yeah,
0: know i cheated on my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> at some other day if y'all listen to the podcast y'all know about that story i will tell it uh again, again
1: some, other some
0: other time but it ain't about her right now so yeah. um yes it was a good connection yeah. and then from there
1: So, yeah, I didn't know that you had a girlfriend. So I was just like, well, and back then, back then, I was like, you know, I don't approach guys like that. So I've already shot my shot. you not responding. So I guess that's just it, you know? Besides, I was about to go into practicum. I ain't had time. And whew, did I not have time? (laughs) Y'all heard that story of how I was in practicum, working another job and in class, doing multiple 10 to 12 hour days. I ain't had time for my damn self. So, yeah, wasn't ready. She wasn't ready. (laughs) But then, in 2016, a month before I'm about to graduate. What? (laughs) Guess who slid in my DMs? I don't remember all (laughs) that. So, also slid in my DMs talking about, hey, I'm um, I'm trying to have a vacation in California. Would it be all right if I saw you while I was there? Yep. And I was like, bet, because I remember that connection. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I gave him my phone number, and uh, then it turned into it's. You know, his original point was, oh, I'm a, I'm already going to have a vacation in California. Do you mind if I see you? To, I am solely coming to California to see you.
0: Yeah. Well, we were talking a lot. So within a something.
1: month, within a month, he came to visit me in California.
0: We were talking a lot from the
1: time money. that we started actually talking.
0: But we was talking a lot. We were. Like we were. everything.
1: Yeah, we were. It was a very intense connection. As it was. Yeah. And
0: yes, I went. But. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. And we did. That night. That first <laughs> night we met. But we, we jumping ahead of things. We jumping ahead of things. Nah,
1: that's, that's pretty much That's
0: pretty much it? Okay, okay yeah. <laughs> right. Well. I guess I wanted to ask and, mm. and I don't know if uh I, I don't know if we even talked about this but mm. like what was going through your mind when we were talking like in that in between stages before we actually saw each other in person for the first time, like what were you, what were your thoughts, like what was going through your mind as we were communicating, texting, getting to know each other?
1: I mean, honestly, I was like, this is perfect timing because I wasn't ready that last, that first time that we originally spoke. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm about to graduate, I'm about to be done. Like, yeah, I can afford to be in a relationship now. Gotcha. You know, but other than that, it's like yeah, we were aligning like on. We was hitting. You know how y'all have your checklist, right? We, we was hitting. We, we, it was hitting, <laughs> okay? Like, you're a great person. You're a great man, you know?
0: Hype me up. Hype me up. Like,
1: <laughs> you definitely stimulate my mind. uh
0: uh-huh, Talk about sex. You
1: definitely stimulate my body. Oh yeah. What else? What else?
0: <laughs> I, I'm done. I'm done.
1: You have a beautiful heart and spirit.
0: I'm um, uh Goofball. <laughs> yes, like really? that's what I'm
1: saying. Like it was, it was very much aligning to what I needed um, in a partner, what I needed in a relationship. Yeah, it was, it was very much like I was excited. I was telling everybody. I told my supervisor in practicum. I told my colleague in practicum. I told my niece, like,
2: because
1: I went to see uh, my niece for her graduation from grad school, mm-hmm. and I had told her about you then. So I was telling people about you. So you were significant enough for me to be telling people about you, which I then came to regret. Your boy got game is
0: what she trying to say. You know what I and mean? And you're a great person. Your boy got game. I'm just trying to hype up my credentials. <laughs> so,
1: So, yes. So, we saw each other you actually met my mom and my sister because they came out for my graduation. With yeah, I
0: did not expect that at all, but yeah. that was interesting. That was just like timing. Yeah. Like you
1: were about to leave and they was coming. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I met the folks. They were cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he, oh.
1: did, he didn't meet my dad because he was staying at a hotel. Right. So, yeah.
0: Didn't meet pops, but I met um, your mom and your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, they were cool. We seemed to get along pretty well, and it, it wasn't like any pressure because I wasn't expecting it. So.
1: hmm and this was the first time we were meeting, so it just yeah. generally wasn't any pressure. No pressure. Yeah. No pressure at all. You know? Um, so then you went back to Jersey. Yes. Oh, this is Jersey. why I was in San Diego, just to be clear.
0: Right, right. So I went to visit her in San Diego, and that was my first time visiting California.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, and of course, I gave him a tour San First Diego. time,
0: like, in my adult life visiting California. Went mm-hmm. to Disneyland. I'm going to Disneyland! Anyway.
1: Disney World is better. <sighs> is it? The- it is. It's a lot bigger.
0: Oh, well. You're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was my first time really being there. Um, and there was uh, a little bit about my ex that prevented me from even searching out, like going to the West Coast, because I had all these plans with her mm. about being on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was planning out my life and all this other stuff mm-hmm. uh, because I thought it was going to go in that direction. And I've always wanted, like, something has always pull, pulled me towards the West Coast. Like, I felt like I would enjoy the west coast a lot more so i did jump at that opportunity Mm -hmm. it just happened to come with the bonus plan the biggest bonus in the world rocky Mm -hmm. so she was she was there it's like oh no brainer i'm definitely coming out to the west coast Mm -hmm. um and then i fell in love with the west coast and with her Mm -hmm. she's all giddy and whatnot i
2: should
0: put this on video so y'all can see this
1: (laughs) Um, which reminds me, like, a lot of you, as you've been listening through the years, have said we have a lot of chemistry, even through the audio. Now y'all know why. Yeah. <laughs> pretty
0: much. There's a lot of chemistry. Yes. Off air as well.
1: <laughs> so, all right. So then, you went back to Jersey, I was in San Diego. Right. So then I came back to the East Coast, like, August of 2016. So that you came to visit me in May of 2016 yeah, May. in San Diego. because I remember the May Gray. <laughs> yeah, and then I was graduating. And then, so we started talking April of 2016. You came to visit me in May of 2016. And then in August of 2016, I came back to the East Coast, spent some time with my family, and then I took a bus up to Jersey to uh, be with you for a, a few days. In my days. crib,
0: she came up to Jersey City mm-hmm. and uh, we spent the. How long were you there for? Maybe
1: mm-hmm. like four days. Like four four yeah, days. Yeah, I wasn't so. even there that
0: long. Um, but we spent those days together. Mm-hmm. It was great. We went to New York, we went to Central mm-hmm. Park. Got some bomb-ass pizza. I don't mm. remember where that pizza was, but I, don't I don't know, remember but it to was, this day. It was good. New York Margarita
1: pizza.
2: pizza.
0: <laughs> Man, ain't shit on New York pizza. I'm trying to tell y'all. <laughs> we got some nice spots out here, though. But, it ain't, it ain't com- I'm sorry. It's different.
1: It's different. I'm sorry. You, can't, you I, I, can't. Certain
0: things about the East Coast will always, you know, be Just in hoping. my heart. Yeah, <laughs> always. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we did that. We had a good connection. So, connection still strong. Still mm-hmm. going strong mm-hmm. as we were uh, apart for those couple of months.
1: <laughs> However... When I got back to the West Coast, mm-hmm. I was like, all right now, we've been talking for four months. What we doing? Y'all Y'all ladies know. Y'all ladies know. It's like, all right. And
0: fellas, y'all know what time <laughs> it is. Not a damn thing going on yet. You
1: know? So I was like, what, are you what to we doing? What Why are you we doing? Why are you trying to rush?
0: Why you trying to rush?
1: Because <laughs> I was, I already, did I already fall for you?
0: Yeah, I think oh, I already yeah. fell for you. Oh, you definitely Like, I fell
1: for you. this nigga after like two months. <laughs> Look,
0: I got on them keys, you know how I do. You got to be real sensual and sexy with it. So she's, you know, I'll just tell them this one moment. So she's over on the phone, you know. I'm in my studio at the time, my little mini studio. Nothing compared to the one I got right now. Um, And I'm playing the piano. I'm playing her songs. And I'm just, I can't really sing or nothing like that, but I got words that I can put to songs and melodies. So I'm just saying things about how I feel and i asked her what her favorite song was it's foolish i played a little bit of that um ashanti yeah Yeah, i still remember Mm -hmm. all that so uh yeah it was just a good time and a good um when you have that connection and and that spark it brings that out of me i'm I'm romantic by nature but if i'm not connecting to the person who i'm talking to it won't come out you know i'll I'll feel like i want to be romantic but i'll feel like I don't know if I want to waste my romanticism on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But with us, it was organic. It came out naturally. Mm-hmm. And then that just fed our connection even more.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, time was ticking.
0: Yeah, like, but she was trying to rush me.
1: <laughs> I mean, look, you know, at that time, what was that? 24? Yeah, because I had my um, yeah, my 24. master's by 24. So I was 24. Y'all know, ladies, Y'all y'all know that clock. So I was like, "Well, this is a great connection, and uh, I'm already in love. So what? Uh, what's up? So
0: what was up, also? Uh, what was up was uh, I just got out of my relationship, which was pretty traumatic for me. I I ended that officially um in
1: 2015. So to me, I mean, time had passed.
0: <laughs> right. So she didn't know all of this stuff because again pretty private and I was trying to like heal and like go through my whole thing with uh, my ex and just go through that process so I knew I wasn't ready uh as an individual going back to what we were talking about yeah I
1: definitely didn't know everything that happened with your ex
0: yeah, no, no. I wasn't trying to bring none of that up. I know. <laughs> like, I wasn't trying Like,
1: to... I knew you got out of a relationship in 2015, but I didn't know what
0: happened. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. So, I wasn't trying to... Yeah, nah, I, wasn't I trying to say none of that. Hell no. I just got my
1: heart broken to Especially, do <laughs> you know, someone you're trying to, you know, impress. Yeah, I
0: know i trying to do all that. i was just trying to be myself. And it allowed me to be myself with you, which oh. was nice, you know? Everything wasn't necessarily predicated on her and her effect on me so that was great so in that in that it was like a gift that you gave me you allowed me to be myself mm-hmm. with someone who i cared about and again let it just be organic and flow, and not have to mm-hmm. think about like past uh hurt but i did know i didn't i wasn't ready as an individual man to be in a relationship um with you and at the time uh going back to the conversation which you should check out on youtube uh
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, I put a teaser out for The Conversation on our Instagram and Facebook. So we are going to upload that to YouTube so it will be available by the time the podcast airs. Right. So check out an already video out there called The Conversation. Called The Conversation. Remember it's to a little, subscribe.
0: It's a little preview. Hit that bell. <laughs> it's a little preview of, like the well some of the stuff that we're talking about now mm-hmm. um but just like the way that we saw our relationship and how we broke down monogamy mm-hmm. um and polyamory and everything else like that
1: yeah so but what what you told me that i remember is because you know my memory be doing things I got but you. <laughs> I got you. but what she told me was that you really need physical touch Yes. within your relationship and because we were long distance you couldn't be in a relationship with me
0: right so that was the first excuse you know I had to, I had to you know move the goal post on it <laughs> uh, uh, I'm not ready for this uh, I need physical touch and quality time and those require you to be here so I can't do it so
1: I stopped talking to him for like a week and yeah. then how that go I missed him because he's <laughs> my best friend y'all so I was just like ah, fuck it uh. <laughs>
0: She so tried I, to pull away, I, I tried. She tried.
2: tried.
1: For a week. I ain't tried hard. <laughs> <laughs> but then we, you know, we started talking again. Um, and then in February of 2017, I had since moved to Oakland. And you came Oakland? out to visit me for my birthday.
0: Yes, I did. So I came to visit her again going back to Cali. Mm-hmm. So I liked San Diego. It was nice, but it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily... That wasn't
1: my home, so right, right. that's it, why I moved to Oakland.
0: It wasn't necessarily the best spot. I wasn't feeling it like in my soul like mm-hmm. I was before. Mm-hmm. But when I got to Oakland... And man, I made
1: sure to give him the tour She tried that made to, me fall in love
0: with Oakland. No, she tried to make... She tried trapping it. <laughs> <laughs> she tried to make sure that I was loving <laughs> Oakland. She was like, don't you want to move here? Ain't it great? Ain't it great? Look at this. Look at this. Okay, show, you this. All, show you this. Show you this. Show you this. I was
1: that eager. This. I was just like, look at that I was the type movie. of energy she
0: was bringing. She wasn't saying all that, but the type of energy she was bringing, it was like, oh, you going to move here. I'm going to make you love Oakland. I
1: mean, it ain't hard. So
0: you can Oakland love great. me. <laughs> <laughs> was great. It is, and it didn't take uh, much. But, like, yeah, seeing Oakland, the art, mm-hmm. the culture, mm-hmm. the black folk. Mm-hmm. It was. It did remind me of. I think I've said this before. Like it reminded me of um, my upbringing and, and why I think it, it is somewhat home. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, the Chad School, which mm-hmm. was like a all black or, or a black centered school, mm-hmm. an Afrocentric school mm-hmm. for us, so that we can actually develop in in academia without all the pressures of all the bullshit from mm-hmm. maybe white teachers or mm-hmm. people who just you know weren't aware. Mm-hmm. So. It reminded me of that feeling when I got to Oakland. It made me feel like, wow, this is, I feel good. I don't feel like I have to force something or put on some some mask or some persona just to make sure that I'm surviving out here. You, you can know? be yourself. I can really be myself. Mm-hmm. And that was the same feeling I got with you. So it was like, okay, this is lining up. This is nice. And then some other things started to line up. So I have a cousin here. Shout out to Tana. Hey, Tana. I love you. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: My cousin Tana. She was out here, and she just um, at the at that time. I think she just gave birth to my baby cousin, and uh, we
1: are birthday twins. Yes,
0: so they got they the same birthday. Which again, a lot of things were just aligning up. Were lining up and going very well. Mm-hmm. So my cousin Tana actually had a place available for rent because. The roadblock to me even oh coming my out gosh. here is rent. <laughs> rent in the Bay ain't Housing no joke, no. is a
1: serious... Like, they're building more apartment buildings now than when I first got here, but can you afford them?
0: Yeah, <laughs> right, that part. That part right there. Why? So, when I was working in New York, I was making a decent salary, but that job was gone. And I wasn't very happy there anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I had my own place and I was paying a good, like, 1100 for that. So, you know, not the cheapest thing in the world, but still pretty good for my own spot here man you can't get that place that I had the Buy space yourself. that that's probably going for like 3,000 maybe upwards of 3,500 mm-hmm. maybe 4,000 around here mm-hmm. for that same spot in, in space utilities and all that other stuff too mm-hmm. in- not included <laughs> so my, my cousin Tana finally uh I was asking her about like what's the housing situation there she had a place available it was for the low because you know she's not a person that's trying to price gouge everybody. She's just trying to get people uh, opportunities to live in the bay, to mm-hmm. work in the bay, mm-hmm. at a normal rent price. Even even her price is a little high, but mm-hmm. still, whatever. At a price that's way more reasonable mm-hmm. than every other place mm-hmm. that's around here. So that lined up. I'm like, okay, so now I got I got the place that I can move into, mm-hmm. if I were to choose to really take this leap of faith, move all the way across the country and start basically a new life. Mm -hmm. You know, because all my hours and all that other stuff didn't transfer over. Yeah. Uh, You had to start over. I had to start over. That's that's the reason why she got licensed before me. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're looking at the timeline, I did graduate first. Mm -hmm. But, license ain't here yet because I had to start all the way over. Mm -hmm. But it was so worth it. That was like the things that were lining up. It just seemed like everything was meant to be. And, as I came to understand, like, my own feelings towards you, hmm. uh, I figured this is a good opportunity to not only be with someone who is dope, and when I say be with you, I didn't mean necessarily be with you only, so we going not get into that, uh, but... It was some confusion. <laughs> on your part. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, who wasn't communicating fully?
0: Look, I'm communi- Look, go back to the conversation. Anyways... <laughs> But yeah, everything lined up, everything was going well. So I decided to take that leap of faith with the full support of my pops. Shout out to my pops who might be listening. Listen to the podcast, regular mm-hmm. listener. Um, love you, dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I, yeah, I packed up my stuff. I headed out and moved to Oakland, y'all. Moved so that to was Oakland April, in April of
1: 2017.
0: Yep. In April, I was out and officially a Oakland resident.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So now he out here. Yeah, I'm here. Long distance is no longer an issue. All right, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, I figured that because Oakland has some beautiful oh, black women. <laughs> Oakland has some beautiful black women. And oh, it, it was a-, a beautiful summer that year. We was going to day Ooh, parties and stuff. So I figured parties. that he would want to date around.
0: Shop I around, get it. Around. I get it.
1: So that happened.
0: Did you really get it though?
1: <laughs> I got it. I got it. But after the summer had passed,
0: <laughs> I had one summer, dog. She was like, "Okay, you get a summer." And that's it. Really? What? How that how that work?
1: Again, I was like, "So what we doing?" Because we were still fucking.
0: <laughs> Look. You thought I was going to stop fucking? Shit. Hell no. No. Mhm. No. (laughs) (laughs) Just no is all Mm -hmm. I got to say.
1: (laughs) So I would say from that time period to
2: 2018,
1: Mm -hmm. um, it was a lot of sex. It was a lot of you dating other people, me being insecure about where we stood me feeling like I was going back into the same pattern with my ex where he was ambivalent and we were on and off for three years Mm. and it was really causing emotional turmoil for me especially because when you would allow yourself to fully connect with me it was such a powerful and strong connection that I didn't want to stop and then you would stop it and stop having sex with me to pursue these other women Mm -hmm. and it was like the fuck do you feel that (laughs) do you feel how awesome that connection is now that we're here together and when it's just full and loving and just powerful do you feel that shit Mm -hmm. so meanwhile meanwhile during um wait hold up i think we need to take a moment to tell the people when we were first exposed to polyamory
0: Oh, right. We did skip that up. Um, so it was a part of the story. Yeah, so, uh, so the first time I was exposed to um, any form of non-monogamy, really, mm-hmm. outside of well, any form of ethical non yeah, Right.
1: <laughs> Hampton shows a lot. Uh, a whole bunch
0: of non-monogamy yeah, yeah. going on mm-hmm. around here. Mm-hmm. How ethical it is is mm-hmm. a different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, the first time I was exposed to ethical non was when I actually went to a polyamorous um meetup uh meetup group a poly group where they met up um was a whole bunch of other couples and it was for an assignment that i had to do in grad school so this was in 2014 or 13 i'm not actually sure which year it was, it was my first year or second year um but as part of the assignment to look and be immersed in, in an environment and a relationship dynamic that's different from your own so going up to the meetup i i met a couple people um honestly nobody there i found attractive uh so i couldn't really see it i didn't get the appeal i was like i don't get why you would do this and i also got hit on by like a guy and uh both of them it was a guy and um his partner um so it was like weird i was like nah i'm I'm good, I'm good. I had to make up a fake name. I was Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> all that stuff. Um, it was just interesting. Um, but at that time, I knew... I was way... I was all about monogamy. I was Well, to, you
1: were in your relationship. I was then. still
0: in my relationship. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, I ain't trying to do none this... Y'all weird. Y'all are strange. I can't understand it. I was, you know... Some of the things that y'all might be saying or might have assumptions about mm-hmm. uh, non-monogamy or uh, polyamory as well. Mm-hmm. So... If that's the case, um, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit more. But that was my first exposure to it. So, I would say I wasn't necessarily judging them, mm-hmm. like the people who are participating in it. But it but, wasn't for you. Yeah, I was saying, like, this damn sure ain't for me. Like, mm-hmm. I did, I couldn't have pictured myself being in a non-monogamous relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, it was outside of my scope um, and definitely outside of my experience. Mm-hmm.
1: And for me, my first exposure to ethical non-monogamy and polyamory was with a client once I moved to Oakland. So I was already out of grad school. I was already practicing in Oakland, and that was my first exposure. Now, this client was white. um, She was a sex worker, and she... (sighs) She had one partner she was um, cohabitating with, another that was another partner but that partner was married to a guy so it was just like um a whole lot of shit a polycule basically um
0: um a what now a
1: polycule
0: see definition time <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. look at that. Oh, you got to look it up. I thought you was the dictionary. I mean, I I (laughs) have
1: my own interpretations of these, but I'm going to give the people, you know, the actual definitions. So this book is called uh, More Than Two, and it's a very popular book about polyamory that a lot of people who are new to polyamory, exploring polyamory, um, use to just know more about it so that it can be performed ethically. So a polycule is a romantic network or a particular subset of relationships within a romantic network whose members are closely connected, also used to describe a sketch or vis- visualization of a romantic network as these drawings often resemble the depiction of molecules used in organic chemistry. Oh,
0: nice. Mm-hmm. I get the name now.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so because of her dynamic, you know her experience and stuff. I was very you know, sympathetic to her. I was very, you know, it didn't uh, confuse me as far as her therapist type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't connecting to me, you know, it was just. That's the thing, like, yeah. yeah. It, it well, wasn't, it first wasn't exposure. representation. It wasn't representation. So yeah, so it wasn't connecting to me. Um. So that being said, uh, so from 2017 to, two, no. It was the beginning of 2018 when i started questioning questioning my sexuality
2: Mm.
1: so he was out here 2017 yes and then 2018 i started questioning my sexuality i started going to therapy um all within 2018 i questioned explored and accepted my sexuality being bisexual and queer and I went to my first pride I came out to my parents I was doing a lot y'all It was a, it was it was a, a year a, It was a lot of growth It was quite a year A lot <laughs> A lot of growth yeah. So much that I termed the year growing pains <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of growth It was, it was painful at times But it, it came out on the other side I was mm-hmm. more accepting and loving towards myself And unapologetic about who I am And ready to live my truth um, So all that came about Now, one of my... I reached out to uh, somebody that I had met um, in the Bay. And somebody that I had introduced Oso to. Um, Shout out to Ray; She's since moved to Atlanta. But shout out to her. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah, She had given me a resource. um, A Facebook group that was for black LGBTQ women who were poly. And that was the first time Mm -hmm. that I got to see how people thought about relationships and how they thought about love and how they thought about connecting with people and 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 actually hearing their experiences and hearing their stories from people who look like me and that's when it connected that's when it connected for me Um, so I really and you know me you know me with my research I went (laughs) gung-ho so that's where my playlist that I mentioned before started okay because I was on YouTube I joined more Facebook groups specifically to black and poly um, polyamorous Um, I was reading articles I, I was doing so much growth on the polyamory side because what was happening was and I wrote a poem to actually like cement this moment in my memory of accepting the fact that not only am I bisexual and queer but I'm also polyamorous individually this is who I am okay because I was also recognizing signs from back in the day where yeah I didn't have a problem being ethic well I wasn't ethical yet didn't know about mm. that part mm. but it's also awesome. yeah it, nah. the culture you know like it wasn't that wasn't something you were transparent about but um so I'm glad that I'm ethically non monogamous now I've learned
2: uh-huh.
1: you know but um I know uh-huh <laughs> I'm definitely like all about the communication and honesty but um, gotta be. yeah but so yeah <laughs> I accepted it within myself so while I was going through my journey of accepting me being polyamorous what was that doing for you also. Because, obviously, I'm sharing all this shit, so... Oh, yeah, I for sure was like... Once it was getting more connected to me, I was like, um... Excuse me. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: you say that you don't... Oh, and that's another thing. You were saying that you didn't want to be in a relationship with me. Yeah. So, it was more like, well, when do you want to be in a relationship with me? Because, obviously, we have this strong, powerful love and connection.
0: So, the reason why I think... um Ethical non-monogamy works for me is because of some of the experiences that I went through um, and it shaped my uh, view on uh, relationships and how I'm able to show up as my best self and true self within them. So um, a lot of it, it, consequently, had to do with my ex. Mm-hmm. So I, um, when I cheated on uh, my ex, which was not as bad as hers, Go back to the story. I'll tell it later anyways. just <laughs> I just want to put that out there because this love was just G yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? She had to do all that. <laughs> anyway. And I know. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot. Um, But when I did do my dirt, which I have been admitted to and don't feel like great about, I realized that it was because of the strong connection with the woman who I was um, having that connection with mm-hmm. at the time. Mm-hmm. It was very strong. It was something that would have happened organically. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, our connection did. Mm-hmm. Um, if I wasn't so hung up on maintaining uh, the sanctity of my uh, mm-hmm. monogamous relationship.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, if, if I had the ability and the blessing from my partner to show up as my full self in any interaction that I had with any woman. Then... Perhaps I would have uh, it would have worked out in a different way, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case mm-hmm. so going into our relationship or our connection, mm-hmm. I didn't want to commit to a monogamous relationship because I still felt that same way knowing who I who and how I am mm-hmm. and how much I'm not saying this to be like a, a braggart or anything else like that it's just like my personality attracts a lot of
2: women. Mm-hmm. It just does. Very much does, yeah.
0: You know, and not even on no player type shit. On no, some,
1: it's just you're a good man. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you know, not to, like, to toot my
0: own horn, but like, yeah, a lot of women just like, oh yeah, look, you're
1: cool, ladies. Y'all know the struggle out here as far as finding a good man. Yeah, Oso oh, is one of them.
0: Right. So you know, again, I am ethically non-monogamous. Ladies, hit me up <laughs> <laughs> if you have, you know, if we align. Mm-hmm. But it's all about that. Mm-hmm. But given those cases. Um, and the women that I was dating here, I did align with a couple of women who you I was did. dating.
1: One I was extremely jealous of. Yes, because we were not secure, and I was like, "Oh my god, either or he gonna leave me for her." Yes, it was yeah. You're right, it was emotionally just. <laughs>
0: but, but that's the reason why it's I able. didn't. I didn't want to give you that answer and commit. Um, or I couldn't give you that answer of like, when is it gonna happen? Because your when came kind of with the condition with monogamy monogamy. and if i know how i am and how i do connect naturally Mm -hmm. if i'm being myself Mm -hmm. and not cutting my um and not lowering or diminishing my personality Mm -hmm. to placate my relationship i would know that i would attract certain women and i would want to do things with them so knowing Mm -hmm. that i didn't want to betray um our potential relationship not mm-hmm. monogamous relationship mm-hmm. by committing to it so i didn't commit to it i just mm-hmm. said like look this is where we stand right now mm-hmm. i cannot commit to a a relationship right now because so... i know i would either cheat on you mm-hmm. or do something that would be malicious mm-hmm. and i don't want to hurt you mm-hmm. so it was, it was like a out of it came from a place of understanding myself a little bit more and knowing that i didn't want to hurt you because i cared about you so much
1: well thank you
0: baby. yes
1: but as I'm accepting myself as being polyamorous, I said, "Hey. <laughs> wait a minute now. What about this option?" So, what was your original thoughts when I presented polyamory to you? I actually don't know.
0: I get Honestly, I think my thought was oh, this shit ain't going to work. She was yeah. <laughs> saying this shit because she want to be with me. You know? <laughs> but like, this, this this is one of those things where like I'll contort and twist myself anyways as long as I'm with you. Like some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. That probably was going through my head.
1: Oh, it was. You told me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it got to a point where I had deeply and fully accepted it within myself and he still wasn't believing me. So I, I had to stop the sex. And that was the first time I was really serious about I can't <laughs> Cause I tried, yeah, I tried. I know. That's why I'm laughing. Tried before. It ain't work.
0: Okay. It ain't work. All right. Like but I'm putting my foot down. Oh wait. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> wait. I'm putting my it foot did, down this time. It did not oh, work. Wait, nope, it did not yep, work. I still want to do it. It didn't.
1: But it got to a point where it was so emotionally painful for me to just that stop and go of opening and closing our connection. I just couldn't do it anymore. And I think that's when you figured out that I was serious.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh-huh, whatever. you going to be back next week. <laughs> and it was like, oh, this is the real shit now? We doing this shit, huh? We doing this shit now? Really? Okay, cool.
1: So, what happened?
0: Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was chilling, you know. And I was living my life. The end. <laughs> I ain't going to say it. <laughs>
1: So, it was actually a high night. We were on some liquid marijuana. <laughs>
0: hey, yeah. Never again though. Yeah,
2: that was that's not my That's, that's not, not my, my cup. Nah, not my cup. Not too. my vibe.
1: But when you realize how serious I was as far as me individually identifying as polyamorous, that I was able to have this type of relationship with you where you are able to date other people, I am able to date other people. And that this is something that I can do moving forward. That's when.
0: That's when I agreed. And <laughs> we got into a relationship.
1: And not only did we start our relationship then, in October of 2018, but we committed to being life partners. Right. Ta da! Because we already knew that this, when it was working, it was working. Okay? Yeah.
0: No, it was a good, like, like we've been saying this whole podcast. It's been a good connection and a good relationship, even if it wasn't necessarily a official, uh, an official relationship mm-hmm. in that capacity. But again, I didn't want to commit to anything because I wasn't sure if you were for real about the whole poly. Mm-hmm. Relationship, I again thought that you was just, alright you just trying to say this shit. Mm-hmm. But if I go out with somebody or if I do something with this, I want to. You know. Now I'm
1: not gonna, I'm not gonna lie because you did, you dated someone and I dated someone, and yes, I had to deprogram the conditioning of monogamy that I was ingrained with and grew up with, and that shit was hard. There was a lot of growth in there, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot.
0: Okay. So there were there was times where I would be dating someone. With. Bring mm-hmm. them over. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: So mind you, we have a three bedroom house that we uh, live in. I mm. have my own individual bedroom. You have your own. Um, so we can have people over and not be in the same space.
0: Right. You know. So when I was dating, well, not uh, this was no dating. This was strictly sexual. Yeah. Anyways, um, but yeah, we in the house.
1: Be, I'm in the house.
0: Right. I know they fucking. Right. So she knows all this, and then obviously because I'm a nice guy or whatever. I'm over here thinking about that shit and mm-hmm. then not performing as I usually do. Let's just say that. I'm and like, he uh, can perform. You're right. Mm. Yes. Clearly. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So I'm over here thinking about that. And I'm like, Oh God, I can't do that because she's over here. All that. And that's why I didn't want to commit. Cause I didn't want to feel that guilt or, mm. um, or anything really. And, and bigger than that is, is what I was saying before. I think throughout my life, I've diminished or like lowered the way that I um, show up in relationships because I'm in other relationships. Mm -hmm. So, for example, with my ex and you might know this, like if you if you listening to this podcast and you're from Hampton University, uh, if you were like in my class or just knew of me. Or even had like a crush on me or whatever else it was like that. I didn't pick up on any of that or I chose not to pick up on any of that because I felt like I couldn't. I couldn't be myself. I couldn't even joke around. I couldn't make some of the flirty jokes or sexual jokes or, or goofy jokes or anything else that I do. I, uh, joking is also one of my love ones. <laughs> <laughs> or, or anything or being physical with you because I felt like any even slight flirtation which is naturally how i am mm-hmm.
1: he's very charismatic
2: ladies
0: right so any of that I, I thought was a betrayal of my monogamous relationship so it was like i was shutting down um me being how i am mm-hmm. and i didn't want that so mm-hmm. more so than just like the sex of hurting you it was more so like i didn't want to be tied down to not being myself for the rest of my life
1: mm-hmm. and like I understood. I I, I got that. Because we would ver- be very transparent about all of the feelings that was going on for both of us. And I would tell him how I was feeling, but it wasn't to guilt you. You know, it was to just say, I got to change the shit. But I, I, I would say that the biggest issue that I had, because um, we started dating people prior to our, the start of our relationship. um, Other people. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. It... The reason that it was such emotional turmoil for me is because you didn't choose me yet. You didn't choose me yet. And that is what was causing my insanity because it was like, this shit is not grounded. This shit is not for sure. And you could choose one of these other women rather than me, Mm -hmm. you know, and like that was killing me. So... (laughs)
0: So, yeah. Like, in truth be told, like, even you know, when I was younger, I always thought, like, not that I would be a bachelor, but that I wouldn't necessarily not, again, not talk to other women mm-hmm. because I always saw myself as somebody who would be attracting them mm-hmm. because it was kind of, like, seen through the evidence of just how I was. Like, mm-hmm. I've always attracted Again, not be not on the player type. Mm-hmm. i do Not know like I'm going up to you. Or, or, but you every also time have like you.
2: a
1: lot of female friends too. Just that, yeah. and a mm-hmm. lot of
0: female friends that connect with me. And again, I know some of y'all probably it, some could have happened. Mm-hmm. You know, if if things would went a certain way or something else like that. But again, I would shut down certain things mm-hmm. just because I didn't want to show up in that way and then betray my committed relationships, mm-hmm. whether it be in the past or um, when it came to you. Mm-hmm. A potential relationship. Mm -hmm. So I didn't even want to go into it. I was like, nope. Because I know me. And I'm going to probably be flirting here. Mm -hmm. Because that's just how I am. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to feel bad about that. And I also don't want to put you in that position. Where you feel bad about me doing things. So It was just a a vicious cycle.
1: Well, I'm curious as to. Because I was going on my journey with my sexuality. And me identifying as polyamorous. So what journey did you take with your identity. With your sexuality. As I was going on mine. And you were kind of seeing it. From a different perspective,
0: Uh, I was really just supportive of you. Like I was Mm -hmm. taking like the supportive stance because I knew it was like a you know it's pretty big journey Mm -hmm. and a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't really looking at it from my my lens when it came to us connecting. You know, Mm -hmm. I just saw it. No,
1: I meant for you individually.
0: Oh, individually in terms of like how I was viewing. Well, ask the question again. So.
1: Like your sexuality, you've um, you've been on a journey of understanding your sexuality.
0: Oh right, right.
1: Not in terms of homosexuality, bisexuality, or any of those. No, I'm I'm, I'm accepting I'm accepting my
0: freak. <laughs> yeah, basically.
1: Basically.
0: Like my sex drive is crazy high, and also what comes with that. That it was like a double-edged sword basically. Mm-hmm. So, I have a crazy high sex drive,
1: crazy like ladies. Please hit him up, please. Yeah, and please. He- let me let me repeat, please. Okay, if you live in Oakland,
0: oh my god, but for real though, I cannot provide. Okay, so I have a crazy high sex drive, and then coupling that with like the way that I interact again with my personality mm-hmm. and just attracting all those women. Um, I think I shamed myself for it, too, because I didn't want to be out here just, you know, busting nuts everywhere, like, hey, mm-hmm. what's up, girl? What's up, girl? I didn't want to be that type of person. Um,
1: and you also have a thing about STDs.
0: I have a huge thing, <laughs> a huge fear of, like, catching anything. So anyone who is listening, who is even potentially interested in me, like, that's just one of the rules that we have um, mm-hmm. implemented by me or, like, I guess suggested by me. It's mm-hmm. like, you got to get tested before we do anything regardless like even if it's something that we both know we're going into it and it's just gonna be physical and it's not like a long-term thing it's like well no matter what you got to get tested Mm -hmm. um so that's just one of the fears i had
1: and seeing that person's results
0: yes you know i know screen like um photoshopping that shit Mm -mm. i mean if you go through that much trouble you must really want to do (laughs) that's a lot Mm -hmm. uh but anyways over here photoshop but yeah, in terms of me figuring out the rest of my sexuality, um, it was just me accepting the fact that, yeah, I do like sex and I, I had to like deconstruct my shaming of my own mm-hmm. sexual appetite. Mm-hmm. So it's still kind of a, a bit of a journey. Like sometimes I hesitate going up to a girl and approaching her, shoot my shot, if I just want sex because I feel like, man, I feel like I should want more,
2: mm-hmm. you know, because I don't
0: want her to feel seem like she's just a piece of meat. Mm-hmm Um, because she's not but if I am really interested in like yo you are fine I admire your body Mm -hmm. you know let's see where this goes Mm -hmm. I should feel free and um, not restricted in in doing that because at the end of the day I know my character and I'm not gonna be that guy who does like fuck shit I'm not about to be a fuck nigga because that's just not in my nature Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things I had to really just like Explore during that time, and I, again, I'm still on that journey because there are times where I still feel that way, where I'm like, "Yo, she fine as fuck." I would love to just, you know, eat her pussy or some <laughs> shit like that, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you know, I'll, I'll just I'll be thinking that, but i be like, wait, don't be so, you know, sexual or whatever else it may be. But um, I'm starting to learn that it's okay to.
1: It's natural. Yeah, it is,
0: and I clearly have a high sex drive, mm-hmm. so it's clearly coming from someplace. Mm-hmm. So, that was really my journey with mm-hmm. the whole thing.
1: But how did it connect with ethical non-monogamy?
0: I think it connected with, um, like, it, me accepting myself as a person who is a high sex drive, who is very sexual, mm-hmm. um, with me having that personality, like, merging those two. So like I mm-hmm. said, like, the dual sword. is like, that acceptance of the, those two combining things, which... When combined, equal, you probably going to have a lot of sex with a lot of women. <laughs> but me accepting that that's part of who I am mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be shamed and it shouldn't be something I shame myself for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, I think, where the journey came out. And again, still on this journey. It's mm-hmm. continuous
2: mm-hmm.
0: Of, of accepting myself and accepting these parts that I think um, took a while for me to even you know get to this point. But that's how I got to the place of, Oh, yeah, ethical non-monogamy is definitely something that's for me because it's exactly what I would want. It's just like how I said I wouldn't want to just fuck somebody over and be a fuck nigga and do all this, like, lying and all this other stuff. That's what ethical non-monogamy is. It's meant for somebody who probably has a high sex drive or connects well with other people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Those two combinations are deadly in monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. you know. It can work out, but there's a lot of things that you might have to Restrict yourself from. And Mm -hmm. I didn't like that. Mm -hmm. It was like I wasn't showing up as my full self when I was interacting with women. Mm -hmm. Because I thought, like, oh, man, I'm going to be this way. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be that way. Mm -hmm. So, yeah.
1: All right. So, to clarify, I individually accepted myself as being polyamorous. Mm -hmm. You individually accepted yourself as being ethically non-monogamous. Right.
0: Took some time. (laughs)
1: But only after we each went through our individual growth was when we said, "Okay, let's start this relationship." Yeah. Okay. So, oh snap! Can you start recording?
0: Oh, we're (laughs) gonna take a quick pause, real quick. You know what I'm saying? Let's see how far it's going. Woo! We're recording today. Mm -hmm. Look at that! Almost up to the. uh, (laughs) Almost up to the outro. We are, we yapping it up. It's all good. It's so real, family. We about to record a video real quick as we so get to the next topic, again, all right?
1: and make sure you check out our YouTube channel.
0: Yes, subscribe and hit that bell. Ringity ring ring ding ding. You better hit that, motherfucker. All right, let's hit it. My hair look crazy. I don't care. <laughs> Show off the muscles, though. Hey, just hit the gym, y'all. I'm feeling kind of good. <laughs>
1: All right, so it was only after our individual growth that I accepted myself being polyamorous. You accepted yourself being ethically non-monogamous that we started our relationship, Okay? Okay, So we were aware of who we were individually before we began our relationship, meaning that there is a difference between open relationship versus polyamory.
0: Oh yes, please break this down for the people. Because again, this people is my dictionary. Be annoying me
1: when they're trying to force this label on us, just because they don't understand. So again, going back
0: to my original point, just because you got some perception about exactly, it,
1: don't mean, exactly. So please respect the word choice that we choose to use, mm-hmm. because words have meaning. Okay, they mean things. All right. That's the whole point. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you what my interpretation of these two terms is or are before I give you uh, the actual definitions by more than two, the book about polyamory. So open relationship or open marriage to me means that you are opening your relationship. There's a relationship that exists and you are opening it so that you can either be uh, sexually non-monogamous or romantically non-monogamous and seeing people outside of that primary relationship. Right,
0: so the base starting point is a monogamous relationship Mm -hmm. that is open
1: being open so that you each can have other partners
0: right, so distinction very important, Mm -hmm. you're in a monogamous relationship, Mm -hmm. you're opening that up Mm -hmm. to be with other people
1: exactly, and that is not us
0: at all. Clearly. Y'all, <laughs> we all listen to the stand-up podcast. What y'all doing? <laughs>
1: exactly. That is that is not us. We individually mm-hmm. accepted ourselves for being ethically non-monogamous. Right. And then we came together.
0: And right. as life partners. So, again, we did a lot of thinking. It wasn't like we yeah. were. Yeah. Like, like this.
1: Yeah. Like it wasn't, oh, let's just, let's just, let's build a relationship out of nothing and figure it all out. Like, no, we, as friends, as lovers, as best friends, like, as business partners we were figuring out a lot just individually and together so by the time we had done that work it was like well we already
0: know right that's why i was it was it was an easy Mm -hmm. yet hard transition (laughs) it was easy because it was like oh well damn this 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 is it Mm -hmm. okay well i guess this works Mm -hmm. it was getting to that point
1: so yeah so we didn't (laughs) open anything
0: right so again the distinction like the opening piece, mm-hmm. that's huge. The starting point of the relationship is huge. Because mm-hmm. that's the distinction. And a lot comes with that. Mm-hmm. Because there are different reasons for why people open up their monogamous exactly.
1: relationship. And it ain't always healthy. It ain't always healthy at all. <laughs> um, so polyamorous to me... Oh, snap. I wanted to... I forgot that I wanted to define it in this way.
0: Okay. I will stall in the meantime.
1: So how do you... Um, <laughs> You identify more as ethically non-monogamous yes. than
0: polyamorous, right? Yeah. So, what does ethical non-monogamy mean for you? Well, it's it's the way I when I saw the terms ethical non-monogamy, it jumped out to me, and I was like, yes, catch it, <laughs> <laughs> because it really uh resonated with me. First of all, the first word is ethical. That's me all day. Like I was saying before, early in the podcast, I don't like being the bad guy. I I it doesn't sit with me well. I don't like lying to people. And I don't like deceiving people. I don't like that energy around me, period. So even if you're just a friend, I don't even want you in that, in my bubble, in my, in my circle rather, mm-hmm. if you have that type of energy. So ethically, just being a sound, solid man who's interacting with whoever he's interacting with when it comes to his romantic endeavors. Mm-hmm. That's that's me all day. And then non-monogamy. not it, It not being tied down to a monogamous relationship because again going back to my personality piece and my sex drive piece, I knew that it was difficult for me to be in a monogamous relationship because I felt it would hinder me and kind of suppress parts of myself that are authentic to who I am naturally. Like just from the jump, like I've always just been this person who, you know, is a nice person. I, and. You know, I'm owning it. I got a nice personality, motherfucker, so what? Yes. And, and, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. And people gravitate towards that. So when that does happen, combined with the sex drive, it's like, all right, we ethically <laughs> good to go. You know? Okay.
1: Um, so I identify <clears throat> more as polyamorous. Polyamory, and this is, um, it's like on this little uh, meme uh, with the polyamory flag. And it says, the practice of, desire to, or orientation towards having ethically honest, consensually non-monogamous relationships. Um, And that polyamory, poly meaning many, amory or amor meaning love, meaning multiple loves. Um, So I also define it as multiple connections because it can be different types of connections as well.
0: I like that way better. Yeah. You know, I'm all about the connections. Because
1: it can be be sexual connections. Not everybody... um, in the polyamorous community defines it as that, mm-hmm. as solely a sexual connections, but I do believe that sometimes I don't want romantic. Like, sometimes it could just be a sexual connection. But um, just, for, for me, I identify more as polyamorous because I eventually want another life partner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think that now, like in my mindset now, I think that other life partner is going to be a woman. We'll see. But I, that's what I think is going, the way things are lining up, I just i just think that that's...
2: Yeah, that's, looking that's, pretty good. <laughs>
0: that's, that's what
1: it's going to be. But um, because I know that also doesn't have the capacity to meet all of my needs, even just outside of not being a woman, you know, like there's just other things that I need that he can't fulfill. There's things that he needs that I can't fulfill. Um, we
0: talked about one of
1: them. Exactly. So I think that it is like I do, these are significant needs for life. So I need another life partner to be able to meet mm-hmm. these needs. Um, so because of that, because it's more relationship oriented, like I am seeking another another uh, primary relationship, that, that's why I identify more as polyamorous. But they all fall under ethical non-monogamy, which we will get into <clears throat> in a minute.
0: Right. Mine is like a mix. Like I, I wouldn't mind being in a relationship right now with, mm-hmm. uh, with another woman. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you're in a relationship with me, you're going to get treated right, especially if I got money. It's coming, this baby. Coming. It's coming. <laughs> You've been taken care of in other ways. <laughs> the struggle. Anyways, Um, but no, like, in all seriousness, like, <laughs> if I am to get into another relationship, I wouldn't mind that. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I enjoy, again, being romantic and doing a lot of stuff. You got a roll somewhere around here. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, yeah, now's the time for to Valentine's
1: do. <laughs> Day.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I just naturally, again, like naturally that's how I work. I like being romantic and, and being able to show that affection to my partners.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Partners, Ooh, look at that s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyways, um, but also I don't mind a sexual connection either. If it's mm-hmm. just that, again my high sex drive is going to mm-hmm. be it's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm.
1: So. We'll see in old age.
0: <laughs> we'll see, you know. I might hit that curve and then be like, oh, I guess I don't. But I don't think so. I think so. like a mentality. I might not yeah. be able to do everything I used to they got once I get to for 40 uh, yeah, and then they got pills for that so you know I'm still gonna be out here oh,
1: lord please ladies please help me
0: help round, her round she be round one and I'm like wow. I feel
1: like my body has changed over the years you
0: were, it so. used to be able to hang a little longer I
1: used to and I aged
0: <laughs> so. but you see I'm still the same so that's why you I think are was, I think it's and I'm a year older so yeah. I, that's why I think it's yeah this is but how I
1: am. all that being said, we are not in an open relationship. If anything, we are in an ethically
0: non-monogamous
1: relationship. That part. We are individually ethically non-monogamous, and I identify more as polyamorous. So again.
0: Clarification.
1: And I also think because of the mainstream media giving this propaganda of triads, because it's the closest thing to monogamy, to the point that they call it a throuple, which is just using couple with three people (laughs) like no use a triad the hell like anyways um because of that when we say that we do date separately people are like oh well then that's just an open relationship no Uh,
0: that's when they get that
1: no just because you are unfamiliar with all of the fucking hundreds of configurations within ethical non-monogamy does not mean that we define our relationship as an open relationship.
0: Right. So that's the distinction. The hope that helps. If mm-hmm. it doesn't and you're intentionally being ignorant, fuck off. <laughs> exactly. If you didn't get it, if you, if you would actually genuinely want more information on it, hit us up. If you are on that fuck shit, fuck off. Mm-hmm. It's real simple.
1: Well, that being said, I'm going to give you um, some of these terms that you all have questions about. Um... Mm. let me make sure i know which ones you have questions questions about so again this is from more than two it's a very popular book used within the polyamory community to be able to understand polyamory and ethical non-monogamy and just all of the different fucking dissolve it because it's a lot like you were saying oh so it i did my research i haven't read the book yet there's another book called the ethical slut that you should probably read but, um, but it, it's still talking got, about ethical non I got a
0: couple of books to read when it comes to my sexuality to like break what I've been continuously trying to break when yeah. it comes to owning. Just me being a high sex drive person who is ethical. Mm-hmm.
1: All right. So let's start with polyamory. Literally, poly, meaning many, plus amor, meaning love. Mm-hmm. The state of practice, the state or practice of maintaining multiple sexual and or romantic relationships simultaneously with the full knowledge and consent of all the people involved.
2: Very
0: Can important. you read that last part real
1: quick? With the full knowledge and consent mm. of all the people mm. involved. Mm. Mm. Polyamory... So
0: it's not just fucking all randomly indiscriminate.
1: No. <laughs> it, you have to... Like, polyamory and ethical non-monogamy requires open, honest, transparent communication.
0: And I would say a level of uh, communication that goes, in most cases, beyond monogamous relationships. Yeah. because like, you are Monogamous
1: relationships can learn a thing or two. Yeah, no.
0: It, from it, it ethical forces, If you're being ethical, it forces you mm-hmm. to have those conversations that uh, some monogamous people, um, I think, sweep under the rug because they know, like, oh, well, my partner's going to be there next, mm-hmm. you know, anyways. Mm-hmm. I don't have to work that out. If you have another partner, that other partner could be gone, that da- dynamic could be done, or that dynamic can mess up the primary dynamic that you have. And it's all like, that other it's, stuff, it's so. a
1: lot, it's more people, so it's more work.
0: You got to. Like,
1: regardless if it's sexual connections that you're having, like, it's still another person that's still, like, you're still gonna have feelings, you're still gonna have thoughts, it's still a lot more work, so you have to communicate a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Polyamorous of or related to the practice of polyamory, as in polyamorous relationship. A relationship involving more than two people or open to involvement by more than two people. Polyamorous person. A person who prefers or is open to romantic relationships with more than one partner simultaneously. It says contrast monogamy. See related polyfidelity, triad, quad, V, N. Those are types of polyamorous configurations. She
0: got
1: that one. (laughs) Um, Polygamy, polygyny, polyandry, swinging, responsible non-monogamy. Commentary. There is some debate over the origin of the word. The Oxford English Dictionary attributes the word to Jennifer Wesp, who founded the news group Alt.Polyamory in 1992. The term polyamorous is often attributed to Morning Glory Zell, who used it to describe situations in which a person engages in multiple loving, committed relationships simultaneously in the essay, A Bouquet of Lovers. It appears that both people coined the term independent, independently and simultaneously simultaneously. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> well, yeah, nineteen ninety two though. That's my yeah. birth year. Hey. So this, it's been around for a minute. It ain't or But I've also I've also heard, and I think it might have been the Ethical Slut. I'm not sure. Um, where that author, it was like in the eighties that they were talking about this.
0: So well, yeah, the, I mean the concept of it. Yeah. The label is, is yeah. The labels is, have
1: is, definitely grown. Yeah, it's, but, the um, but the concept of it is, yeah. is
0: old as you know relationships itself.
1: And within the playlist on It's So Real YouTube channel, check it out. I have a playlist for polyamory and ethical non-monogamy. I do have some videos that are talking about science, polyamory within nature. Right,
2: right. Okay,
1: and the science of monogamy and just understanding the social structure behind monogamy and things like that. So definitely check out that playlist um, for more understanding around monogamy, but also ethical non-monogamy. Uh, polyamory is not necessarily related directly to marriage or to polygamy a person may have no spouse or only one spouse and still be polyamorous so even though we are only in relationship with each other right. we still are ethically non-monogamous
0: right if anything were to happen god forbid mm-hmm. we would still be we the same still people be. yeah you know yeah. again like my personality i would still want the mm-hmm. freedom to be me,
1: and I think we've come to an acceptance of ourselves yeah. that we're not you don't going that back. back <laughs> yeah. No, shit!
0: All this freedom mm. and acceptance mm. and love mm. of myself, and you. you think I'm gonna go back? Cause y'all get the fuck anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Uh,
1: <laughs> many people use the term polyamory to describe only those relationships in which a person has multiple loving partners some people have extended the term to include relationships in which a person has multiple sexual partners regardless of the emotional component or degree of commitment between them that is very much up for debate in the poly groups that I be in
2: <laughs> not
1: everybody considers sexual partners or sexual connections as a part of polyamory
2: interesting
1: um Though this meaning was not a part of the Morning Glory Zell's original intent for the word, in 1992, when the editors of Morning Glory Zell to ask, contacted Morning Glory Zell, oh, sorry, the editors of Oxford English Dictionary contacted Morning Glory Zell to ask for a formal definition and background of the word, part of her response was, the two essential ingredients of the concept of polyamory are more than one and loving. That is, it is expected that the people in such relationships have a loving emotional bond, are involved in each other's lives multi mm. dimensions. Dimensionally. Dimensionally? Dim- it has a dimensionally?
0: Dimensionally. Dimensionally. Thank you.
1: Sorry. <laughs> and care for each other. This term is not intended to apply to merely casual recreational sex. Anonymous orgies, one-night stands, pickups, prostitution, cheating, serial monogamy, or the popular definition of swinging as mate-swapping parties.
0: Woo! Y'all get all that?
1: <laughs> so that is how they define polyamory. So let's go back up to open relationship. Right.
0: I think we did a good job of uh, distinguishing mm-hmm. the two, but let's see what they say about it.
1: Any relationship that is not sexually... not sorry. Any relationship that is not sexually monogamous. Any relationship that permits outside sexual entanglements but not loving or romantic relationships. Commentary. Some folks. So that's another thing. When people use the term open relationship, they just think we're fucking outside. It's like, nah, this full ass relationship's going on. Right. Commentary. Some folks use the term open relationship as a synonym for polyamory. To other people, the term excludes polyamory. I'm I'm one of those people they are not synonymous and is used specifically to describe relationships that are sexually non-monogamous but that still expect that people involved will not fall in love or engage in romantic relationships outside of the couple as for example with many swinging relationships it's important to be careful when using this term as it may carry very different connotations for different people Mm -hmm. now we're going to go to open marriage
0: See, like, even that part, that little part that they were saying about the open relationship piece, mm-hmm. where it's like it's expected that you don't like fall, fall in love. love. Yeah, and so I would, that's totally different. And
1: I would also say that I meant to say earlier with open relationship and open marriage, that's definitely couples privilege. Like you are saying, and that's a still, without yeah. a doubt, that the couple is the base and the priority of how you are relating to other people. Right. And we don't like. There's naturally going to be couples privilege. Because we were the first ones to find each other. We're going to be legally married. We're going to have children. We're going to be mm-hmm. building businesses. Well, we cohabitate. Like, there's definitely going to be couples privilege. However.
0: It's not like the expectation that we build the foundation. Of exactly.
1: On. No. And as people coming in, like, oh, we're opening our relationship to you.
0: Yeah. No.
1: No. 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 I'm individually seeking
0: you. Oh, are we going to talk about when attempted to date the same person
1: that might be another
0: that's another episode yeah, oh teaser episode. teaser you ain't always gonna hit you with it oh it's so real so subscribe much, so much <laughs> hit that bell though yes ring ding ding ding
1: like our like us on facebook follow us on instagram all that all right open marriage Any marriage whose structures or arrangements permit one or both of the members involved to have outside sexual relationships, outside romantic relationships, or both. I just want you to acknowledge the permit, the permission. We do not give each other permission to do shit because we don't control each other.
0: This is a totally separate spirit, individual, human being who has her own rights and thoughts. We are collaborating. We choose to be together. This is a... This is like a uh, agreement between the two of us, based on our connection and it's based on who we are individually. I, yeah, our respect for one another. Mm-hmm. So everything, every decision that we make is based off of that. It's not based off of a, I guess hierarchy of mm-hmm. of power and mm-hmm. control. Because that to me or is I bullshit. give you
1: permission to date other people. Like who the you fuck am I? You could
0: date her, but it like that's exactly, a lot. No, it's a lot.
1: No. That's a lot. It's like, you do you. I'll respond
0: to whatever you're doing. Right. <laughs> and, and it's okay to take a, in, into consideration the consequences of what decisions yeah. you make, yeah. which is part of the exchange. Mm-hmm. So if you care about your partner mm-hmm. and you're like, well, I want to do something that we ain't agree on, you're going to bring it to them mm-hmm. and then have that conversation. You can still do whatever y'all didn't agree on, mm-hmm. but it would affect that person. And I would and also... Different.
1: And this might be a plug to one of our whew, earlier episodes on It's So Real. I think mm-hmm. it was called the Relationship Contract.
0: Yes. Within the yes. Healthy
1: Relationship Series. Um,
0: Man, where, you got your memory when it comes to the podcast. I know, I do. Um, but yeah every, relationship,
1: <laughs> yeah, every relationship has either a spoken or unspoken contract that you enter in with. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's within our understanding that we entered into this relationship knowing that each of us are ethically non-monogamous.
0: Right. So from the jump, we're on the same page.
1: Exactly. So if something were to change, yeah, we need to talk about it. Okay. But I'm not giving him permission to be who he is. The hell? I'm accepting him for who he is.
0: Right. Very subtle yet crucial difference.
1: I'm going to finish this definition so I can clear all this up (laughs) the term open marriage is a catch-all for marriages that are not emotionally or sexually monogamous and may include such activities as polyamory or swinging contrast closed marriage see related group marriage commentary the term open marriage is sometimes used as a synonym for polyamory though this is not necessarily the case some relationships may be open, but not polyamorous, as in some swinging relationships that explicitly ban emotional entanglement with anyone outside the relationship. And some relationships may be polyamorous, but not open, as in polyfidelitous relationships. It's a whole... More than two glossary. Like, look that up. Have yeah. fun. <laughs> okay?
0: This is why she's my dictionary.
1: Exactly. But I will <laughs> say... Uh, for open relationship And open marriage I actually lost my point now Dang Cause I said I was Gonna finish it up So I could
0: Clear it up But I mean we, we've We've gone over it I think they get it Yeah People And again if you don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> Um Yeah I don't know I don't know what it was Uh Sorry right. Uh So now Not I this. want to go to Polygamy Cause y'all oh, be Oh
0: man Oh This might be a good time Hmm for a break. Because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> oh. do you want us finish up and then have you come back? We've done that before.
1: Yeah. Let's do let's, that.
0: let's do that. Alright. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Y'all see me going to the bathroom. <laughs> Y'all hear that I'm going to the bathroom. <laughs> sure. Uh go with the rest of the definitions. I'll be right back.
1: All righty. And then you. we will get back to the Q and A portion yes. of the I show. I can't wait to get to it. Yes. All right, because y'all be using polygamy and polyamory synonymously and they are not synonymous. They mean totally different things. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. So open relationship and open marriage have a certain mentality and culture associated with it, with people who identify with those terms. Polyamory and ethical non-monogamous has a different culture and mentality associated with it. So that's why they are not synonymous for me because they mean entirely different things because you're coming with it with a different viewpoint than I am, okay? Now to polygamy, because y'all be trying to use that to mean the same thing and it's not at all. Polygamy, literally poly, many, and gamos, meaning marriage. The state or practice of having multiple wedded spouses at the same time, regardless of the sex of those spouses. Contrast monogamy, See related polyandry, polygyny and bigamy commentary polygyny is the most common form of polygamy in most societies that permit multiple spouses for that reason many people confuse the two some objections to the practice of polyamory for example objections based on the perception that polyamorous relationships are inherently disempowering to women arise from the misperception that polyamory or polygamy are the same thing as polygyny that was quick they are not so Polygamy includes is an umbrella term for polyandry and polygyny, okay? Polygyny is the most common uh, term and form of polygamy. It is seen a lot in different African cultures. And some black men will use that to say that black women need to be accepting of this type of relationship. Oh, t- uh,
0: you're talking about uh, polygamy. polygamy? Yeah. Now
1: to be clear, polyamory is egalitarian. Everybody has a voice, Right. doesn't matter which gender you in. And it, unless you're in a polyfidelitous. And again, that's agreed upon by all parties and it's consensual. You are not restricting your partner. Okay. Polyandry is one wife having multiple husbands and polygyny is one husband having multiple, multiple wives, wives yep. meaning those multiple husbands and those multiple wives don't have relationships with each other. They have one relationship with that, that other uh, gender.
0: So everything's okay. from like the top down, like a pyramid, basically one person. Yeah. And it's just
1: has phew. multiple, but nobody is connected but to that
0: one person. Right.
1: Whereas polyamory, there's so many different Two configurations. People and
0: then multiple connections, it's more like a web versus. Yeah. A
1: and it's it's I am and this will go into the QA. I'm able to date whoever I want. You yeah. are able to date whoever you want. Like there's well, no restriction. Re- me. There's no restriction. <laughs> um and yes, polygamy is more associated with marriage. If anything, it's only associated with marriage. However, in the United States, we are not legally allowed to marry multiple people. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, polygamy is also, and I said it's associated with African cultures, There's also a huge association within uh, Mormon um, yeah, societies yeah. and faith. Uh, so that'd be like in Utah mm-hmm. and stuff. Utah, and yeah, they yeah. had, I think, the the documentary Sister Wives. And there was that's another one. Yeah. There was another documentary on Netflix. I think it was called More Than One or something. Um, but they talk about polygamy that is not the same as polyamory. Okay. Um, yeah. So I explained polyandry and polygyny. So, yeah, but I think we are going to end it there for the definitions again, check out more than two glossary and you will find plenty, plenty like Jesus. It's not an alphabetical order. So just have fun. Good God. <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a lot of terms, a lot of terms. But thank you so much um, for checking out our uh interpretation and our understanding as well as defining um what these terms mean to us. Yeah. Remember to check out our episode, We Took a Break to Fall in Love on It's so Real. Subscribe to our YouTube channel.
0: Hit that bell. Ooh, y'all gonna hit the bell. I'm gonna mm-hmm. remind you again. Mm-hmm. Don't forget about the and, bell.
1: And uh, we are gonna come back with a different video on the q a for people who have reached out with their questions about our relationship about polyamory about ethical non-monogamy and we will respond to it so make sure you check out that video as well
0: leave us your questions your comments Mm -hmm. we love interacting with y'all we love answering these questions i know there's a lot of questions when it comes to our relationship and (laughs) Uh, this which whole y'all, dynamic which y'all knows their asses. Yes.
1: But, <laughs> but also I feel like I because I'm so vocal and so much of an advocate, people have really started questioning for themselves if yeah. it's something for them. If you're
0: on that journey and you're really thinking like, oh, I'll never because again, we, we told our story mm-hmm. on the podcast, mm-hmm. again, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, that we didn't start off knowing all of these things. This is all new. I we, didn't
1: know that this was an option.
0: Right. Like, you you don't know what you Disney- really don't know.
1: Uh, uh, princess movies did not prepare me for this
0: right <laughs> just like how you had to deconstruct that like uh, happily ever after mm-hmm. bullshit you gotta deconstruct some of these relationships because you'll never get to your happily ever after if you don't know exactly what is right for you you know what yeah. I'm saying if it's, you're just going by the model of like you said Disney which a lot of us grew up on mm-hmm. you're missing out on so much so
1: I understand that you get to design your relationships you get to design your life
0: yeah and it's powerful
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yes leave us your questions <laughs> hit us up mm-hmm. and we will respond we love this shit mm-hmm. alright we'll All catch right. you on the next one Take peace care. And, and love, love.
1: <laughs> so that's for that video yeah I'm gonna stop
0: it yeah
1: stop it <laughs> they were still on the podcast. I know. Oh They're going to hear God. all this. Oh,
0: my God. <sniffs> all right.
1: So, <laughs> we're going to start a new video. All we're- right,
0: y'all, we back with a new video. We're about to answer y'all questions. It's It's So Real, baby. It's your boy, Elso.
1: And your girl, Rocky.
0: And we are here to answer your questions about our latest episode. Let's get to it.
1: Remember to check out the episode. We are available. Our podcast is available on SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, like so many. There's like 11. Go on our link tree. Check them out. See what works best for you.
2: Another one.
1: This episode is We Took a Break to Fall in Love so I reached out on my personal Facebook page to see what people what questions people have. your Facebook page be popping? yeah I'm very much discussion oriented I will be on my
0: digital minimalism shit yeah. so y'all won't catch me unless I'm on a podcast
1: yeah um <laughs> so these are the questions that people commented um I'm going to tag those people so that they are aware that we responded cause I told them we would be responding within the show so yeah. wanted to make sure that they know
0: we see y'all yes
2: <laughs> Alright,
1: so um to be clear, I am going to allow Oso to respond to these questions first. Ooh. Because on. a lot of people came in with uh some misconceptions about my power within my relationship. Really? Because I'm a woman and because they uh, confuse polyamory with polygamy. Uh, and there's a lot of misogyny within polygamy. Uh, there's a lot of toxic masculinity there's you know of course mm. within polygyny there is the one penis policy so and there that can show up in uh, polyamory dynamics but they aren't ethical because then you're controlling the other person so yeah people are coming in with all of this so that's why they have their questions
0: alright well let's do this thing then let's do it hit me with the first question
1: <laughs> alright first question is
0: what we got and who's it from? Uh, I,
1: I I said Anonymous.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, Anonymous. How you doing?
1: <laughs> um, If you want us to use your name, please let us know.
0: Yeah, if you ain't got no shame in your game. Yeah, but because
1: of the topic,
0: I it's just... Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. We get it. Exactly. We get it. All right. We're therapists.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so... Is your ultimate goal to eventually bring another person into your family, or just have freedom to connect with who you want as long as it's agreed upon by the both of you?
0: Uh, okay. So personally speaking, I am not necessarily looking to. I won't rule that out, but I'm not looking to like do the whole sister. Uh, what is it called? Sister wives. No,
1: sister that's girl. polygamy. Um, so I think this is a, a time to address the terms kitchen table poly and parallel poly.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> you, we should address that. Well, um, why, why don't you start?
1: So, kitchen table poly <laughs> is. I, like I said,
0: I do not know these terms. Is I just know what I want.
1: <laughs> where all partners are able to come together and eat together at the kitchen table.
2: Okay.
1: Whereas parallel poly, and we've talked about this before, is parallel. where you are in relationships and I may know of them, I may know their name, I may know them when they go yeah, out, yeah, but yeah. I don't necessarily have to meet them.
0: Okay, so new, using the new vocabulary that I have. Yes. Uh, I'm more on the lane of parallel poly versus the kitchen table one Mm -hmm.
2: um
0: but again I'm not I'm not putting any restrictions on myself based off of anything because Mm -hmm. I'm free to do all these things and you
1: also don't know what that other person wants
0: you never know Mm -hmm. Um, so I personally want to uh date other women um Form good connections with them, whether it be uh, strictly physical or physical and emotional connections. And I, I'm coming from a place of wanting and desiring to express myself naturally, and see what happens and what comes about when it comes to attracting those women um, on a natural way, like not like forcing it or like right now. I'm not looking for another woman or another partner to be with at the moment. I'm just open to that. And if something were to happen, then we can get the ball rolling on the commitment, mm-hmm. what that looks like, how it applies to my dynamic with Raquel well with Rocky. <laughs> Said her name. My it's bad. bad. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Everybody know. Yeah. Um but um yeah, so that's basically where I'm coming from when mm-hmm. it comes to that question. Um but yeah, I'm not Opposed to the Mm -hmm. kitchen table. Ain't nothing wrong with some food. (laughs) No, Thanksgiving. Come on over. I am more so
1: seeking the kitchen table, Polly. Because, and I said in the other video and on the podcast that I am more so, eventually, not necessarily right now, because this is my first time dating women, so I kind of just want to date. But eventually, I am seeking another life partner. And with that, that would be a lot more complicated if she was not, and I do believe it's going to be a woman. Uh, just because of how things are looking for me individually um I do want her to be a part of my family like we're gonna have kids like Mm. uh, I don't know if she wants to have kids or if she wants to be a co-parent to our children um I don't know but I just think it would be easier and more comfortable for me if she was a part of my family as my other life partner um so yeah yeah, I think that answers the question. That was the first
0: question. If mm-hmm. we didn't answer the question um, and you have like a follow up or something like that,
1: mm-hmm. let us know in the know comments below.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? All right. <laughs>
0: Ooh, it might be a good one.
1: Does this arrangement only benefit him?
0: Oh, so I'll get the answer first. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No next <laughs> I guess I should elaborate no
1: the follow up question kind <laughs> of okay. goes in more detail
0: okay what's the, what's the follow up
1: uh, so again this is on my personal Facebook page so they're addressing me as the you and him as in him yes uh, do you date other men as well or or you are solely just interested in him as a man and other women as well
0: well that's really directed towards you mm-hmm. so I don't know if I can answer that you see what I'm saying? Followed
1: by the other question, do I get to date men?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> she can like like we said before, like, um This is not like a restrictive, mm-hmm. uh oppressive, power dynamic, controlling ass relationship or mm-hmm. connection. Um she's able to do everything that she wants to do and connect with whomever she wants to. Um there are things that come with that, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like I have preferences i wouldn't prefer her to <laughs> date a guy obviously mm-hmm. uh, i still have some you know feelings about that based off of my past traumatic experiences mm-hmm. you know just to be honest putting myself out there um putting myself out there uh when it comes to that mm-hmm. um and i've expressed that to her so she knows that if she does start dating a guy or is um interacting with a guy on some level of mm-hmm. Of them having a connection that is going to affect me in a certain way i'm probably going to feel some type of way about it at Mm -hmm. first or throughout but if she knows that going into it going back to the other conversation we had then we can move forward and take the proper actions when it comes to our connection Mm -hmm. and potentially their connection Mm -hmm. so it's all about being honest and being open and being now I'm speaking for myself, being man enough to admit when you have those insecurities and those flaws instead of letting them control you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, by me putting it out there's no like, oh, well, I'm going to be acting a certain way or I'm going to be, you know, trying to tear down their relationship or be sneaky or look at their text message. None of that toxic shit that y'all probably have dealt with in the past when it comes to other <laughs> interactions with people. It will be coming from a place of like, this hurts in this way and we got to have this conversation about it. And it's like, Man, when you did that, it made me feel like this. And it takes a lot to do that as a man, but it's. I think Jaden said it. And I was laugh. gonna
1: say on the Breakfast Club, Jen Denham was on there, and he was talking about he he was in he. I don't know if he's identifying as polyamorous, but he was in a he polyamorous. In one. Yeah, I'm not sure. He, he was in a yeah. polyamorous relationship where the woman was dating other men, right. and the growth that he needed to take. Individually, as a man, for him to get through that, it
0: takes a, a strong man to do that because of the society that we live in, mm-hmm. and it's very uh, restrictive, it's very top down from the male perspective. We live in patriarchy. a patriarchy
1: society,
2: yeah. basically. Like.
0: um So, to humble yourself and to realize that again, this is your two human beings, your two spirits mm-hmm. that have their own choices. Mm-hmm. So, to respect those choices, you don't own anybody. Just because you yeah. have made a commitment to each other doesn't mean that you own that person. That's the difference between that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like that's why there's this whole uh, concept of ball and chain when it comes to marriage. Yeah. Because it's seen. It's it's goes I mean, with the term.
1: Let's go back and uh, there's a uh, video called "Monogamy Explained" on the playlist uh, on the It's a Real YouTube channel within the Polyamory and Ethical Non-Monogamy subscribe, playlist. Subscribe, subscribe. Um, that talks about yes like marriage was about ownership right. like you had land you had property, It was merging of families like
0: yeah. it was a transactional affair
1: exactly so yeah.
0: so to break away from that again took a lot of work as a man and as an individual um, but I'm better for it like it, I don't have that ego holding me back from exploring my own connections and I wouldn't want that to stop anybody else either so that's where I come from not saying that the feelings don't get hurt. Like, that's not like what I'm saying. I'm not like, oh, I don't get damn. It's whatever. Like I'm cool, man. I'm cool. Like no, that's that fake shit. Mm-hmm. It, it it might hurt. It probably will if it were to happen. Mm-hmm. But I'd rather have that and us go through that process than be restrictive and um, have that negative power dynamic because that's going to affect our relationship in the long run, regardless. Because it's a type of mentality that prevents the other person from truly being their full self Mm -hmm. and I want you to be your full self regardless so that's how it is
1: so I will say that we started our relationship under different understandings (laughs) um because you were aware of me being bisexual and you knew that I had a man in my life I don't think that you understood that there are different men as well that could provide me with different things And as I... Because mind you, I did a lot of growth by the time we started our relationship within my sexuality and within me identifying as polyamorous, but I was still growing. So as we were now in our relationship, I was still growing, I was still learning about myself, and it came to the, the realization that I was like, I don't know if my other life partner is going to be a woman. Because if there is a man that's able to meet my other needs that he cannot provide would i stop myself from pursuing that relationship and from pursuing that person because i know it would hurt
2: him
0: right which is good is a calculation too like if if, so to put that out there like if there's like a relationship if it's affecting me so badly like that it's like you know tearing me apart it probably wouldn't be worth it. And, and you would probably make that decision. But and, that's what I'm saying. It comes from being honest, though. That doesn't and that's, come from a-
1: that's the decision that I made early on. Mm-hmm. I was like, you are not in a place emotionally to handle this. And right. that. And you explained right. it very, very authentically. And you said, I'm going to be hurt in such a deep way that it is then going to impact how Us. I connect with you. Right. right. And I was like, well, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not choosing that. Right. You know? So... It got to a point where it was like, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't choose that. I'm not going to date men if that's going to be the impact of it. Do I get to? Yes. I'm not choosing to. Okay. Um, but then I think, you know, we're consistently growing. So I think you've done a little bit more work in that area. I'm
0: way more secure in myself yeah. and like what I bring to the table and, mm-hmm. and like healing from my trauma mm-hmm. again, X did a number on me. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. She did. But um it's also what led to all this growth and development mm-hmm. as a man yeah. and as a partner. Okay. So um if I hadn't have done that work I would have still been in that same place mm-hmm. and which, you know, would have meant I wouldn't have accepted myself as as mm-hmm. who I truly am either. Mm-hmm. You know? It All comes with it. It comes with find it. Find the know?
1: reason in everything that happens. For
0: real. <laughs> and it, it takes, again, it takes a strong person. This is not for the weak of heart, but mm-hmm. it allows you to become, I think, um, if done right, allows you to truly show up as your authentic self and it allows you to understand other people's relationship dynamics a lot better.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: so now... Um, I'm under, and I I would I got to a point where I was like, look, if I meet a guy where I'm aligning, and the biggest thing is trusting men. I trust also to the end of everything. Like I trust him fully, and like just I know that he does not intend to hurt me. I know that he is committed to me. Like I trust him. Other guys. Who are identifying as polyamorous or ethical non-monogamous. <laughs> Look up the term polyfuckery. That is a term. Because some of these fuck niggas are using the term of polyamory to be a fuck nigga. Okay? so I mean,
0: I, I saw it coming.
1: Yeah. So, <laughs> me trusting guys, like, I don't know you, you know? Like, so I have that that issue now. Yeah. But, I said, if I were to meet a guy that I trust... That I'm aligned with, that I connect to, and that's uh, meeting some of these other needs. Ooh, I just
0: thought about one question. Go ahead. ahead.
1: I'ma need you to do that work. That's that's what I told him. I said, I'm I'ma need you to take that time. You don't necessarily have to do it now, but if I do meet somebody and it is it is looking promising, I'ma need you to take that time and do that work.
0: So that's what I was gonna say. Because you said you're more at kitchen table, how would that work?
1: You tell me, I don't know.
0: No, because that's a different dynamic um even from I what, what you this. envision uh,
1: yeah
0: that's what i'm saying
1: i'm gonna need you to do that work
0: <laughs> i mean i i like either way like if that's the work that needs to be done it, it, if it affects me a certain way it affects me a certain way i don't know i can't control that like how i feel Yeah, I know. um but it's like but i need
1: you to do the work of healing from your past relationship
0: yeah no I, that's yeah. continuous yeah, yeah. yeah. E- either way but the specific and in- But that's what what I'm saying. Like, either way, that work is going to be done regardless of you.
1: Yeah, you're right. That's what I'm
0: saying. So if that, if it is I mean, we would, we would just. uh, That's what I mean. That would be a conversation.
1: (laughs) Yes, that would be. But I I just, I think once you have done the healing, that specific hurt, Mm -hmm. you won't be as bothered by it.
0: We'll see I really don't know like yeah. even as I'm talking about it I seem cool mm-hmm. but I don't know what happens when I'm actually in that mm-hmm. situation like I know what happens when I'm in a situation when you're with other women mm-hmm. I'm like yo what's up you doing this you good mm-hmm. how y'all doing like I'm very supportive mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna be me when it comes to a guy
1: but again you haven't done that work yet so we will see we will see if if that would happened. knowing me right now though. <laughs> hey, all that being said I, I have just <laughs> accepted myself as bisexual in 2018 so I am still dating women for the first time I don't want to date men right now <laughs> like I've had all my life to date men or you know since teenager so I, I am well aware of my experiences with men I want to experience women okay so that is where i am right now like i want to date women solely for right now just to be able to experience them in different ways and experience different women now the reason the reason i say that i think my life partner will be a woman is just because of the fulfillment that being with a woman gives me
0: that's why i said It, it, it makes sense and it would line up like if you did pick a guy i'll be like that's interesting and it would probably fuck me up like in that way. Like what?
2: I mean, because
0: I think we're both on that same page when it comes to that. Like I would. I would women are great. Black women, women, are, women
1: are gods.
0: Fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm like, fucking amazing. Y'all goodness. are. Mm. Yes.
1: Mwah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I just I don't
0: I don't see it right, right. now. Right. I, don't, I don't. We don't know it. the future, but like. We're putting everything out there and again that if there's nothing else that you mm-hmm. get from that that's the point that's how these dynamics can work being honest being open being authentic not fronting
2: and
1: i think one of the things that we did talk about is um like masculine and feminine energy mm,
2: yeah
1: you know and you are very much
0: like i feel like i provide enough <laughs> yeah like
1: like you are very much in your masculine energy but you're also tapped into your feminine i feel like you're very balanced And very fluid to move through it, depending on the situation. Yeah,
0: it's very situational. Yeah,
1: Um, and I'm very balanced within each and able to be fluid in in mind. So, like, as far as, like, leading, whoever has the strength is usually the one that leads type of thing. Um, But internally, I am more tapped towards my masculine energy than some other women. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So that being said, I like the feeling of being with a woman who is fluid in their masculine and feminine energy and balancing but leans more feminine but leans more feminine so because i have this this is very um just you're very you know masculine energy yeah. just it's affirming out there. Yeah, it's, you know it's there <laughs> i don't think that i would seek another masculine dominant energy person however I have just realized that I am attracted to trans men.
0: Yeah, that threw me.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> and it's it's a physical attraction, you know. Um, but I don't know. So that's what I'm saying, well, I don't it's know. It's not
0: even all trans men, it was a very specific
1: trans No, man. I was I was looking at some pictures of other trans men and I was like, Oh yeah, yeah, it is oh, is there. Oh. Like
0: Learn something new right there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, I don't I don't know. I just I, I would think that I would want more of uh, if I'm cuz my I have a max capacity of relationships, all right? I'm doing a lot of social energy. So, my my romantic relationships I got a max capacity of two. So, to that point, I think that I would want someone who's more uh masculine presenting and dominant and and then someone who's more feminine presenting and dominant. Yeah. Um so I don't see it for myself.
0: For me, I don't want no uh masculine nothing. Bring the women that are feminine. And you can be aggressive, but well, I don't know. If, but
1: what about someone who's a masculine tip like me? Would you want that? Or would you want someone who's more feminine?
0: Like you, but you're balanced.
1: Like I'm balanced, you. but you are aware of my dominance.
2: Yeah.
0: If it's sexual. Because yeah. I need that. <laughs> no, for real, you got to be you aggressive in the, in the in the bed. Like, you got to try to ride. What? Okay, cool. you trying to do what? Okay, cool. You know, all that. Yes.
1: Hit him up. <laughs> Alright, next question. Ooh, we I feel got? like we, we answered that thoroughly. Yeah, very A thoroughly. Alright.
0: Answer the question that wasn't even on the list. <laughs>
1: yeah. Alright, so this is from someone who is actually Polly.
0: Ooh. Shout out to you, Anonymous.
1: Polly am. Sorry. So I'm asking not because I don't know what Polly is, but because I know what it isn't. It's just rare that I find a post about how happily compersive a man is about who his femme partner dates. It's always a woman who celebrates being enlightened past jealousy. And I think this person was commenting because I recently done a Facebook post where he had gone out on a date with another woman and I was like genuinely happy. Like there wasn't any kind of jealousy
0: that I was Ooh, feeling. Oh one, right, you can't say it probably. I think it was when you went to the lake. With an uh, old girl who I did not get along with? But I didn't know
1: that at the time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was just... I was just, That ain't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was just happy that he was out. He yeah. was, you know, embracing his social energy. He was embracing his charisma and just flirtation and all of that. So I was really happy. Cut, cut,
0: huh. loose.
1: Yeah, I was really happy that he was able to go out And then I posted about it because, again, I'm trying to advocate for ethical non-monogamy. So that also involves um, how you're feeling (laughs) through all of it, which I do want to do more episodes about. Um, But yeah, so. So Uh, I so I think the. So, yeah, they were they were wondering. I guess about compersion. And I feel like we should break compersion down right. for the people who don't know because we didn't identify yeah. it. So compersion is a term used within the polyamory and ethical non-monogamous community. Mm-hmm. And it means joy for another's joy. So I related to compersion. Like when you see a child that's happy, you get happy.
0: Right. The, you're like, oh, my God, they're playing. Like you see kids playing mm-hmm. and you're like... They look so joyous and Mm -hmm, free, mm -hmm. carefree, and it makes you smile. Like, why am I smiling? I got to go to work. But that little moment when you saw the kid playing gave you joy.
1: And what the kid is doing isn't making you happy. It's the kid's joy that is making you happy.
0: You're not like, oh, yeah, they're doing exactly like, no. You're like, oh, my gosh, they're doing their thing. Because they're doing all types of stuff Mm -hmm, in the playground. mm -hmm. And you're just like, they look so happy. Mm -hmm. That joy that you see sparks joy, within, joy you. within you right so that's compersion so that's
1: that, that is um when you are feeling jealousy that is the counter to that practicing compersion um now again there's still some some dissecting because jealousy stems from insecurity but as far as practicing so this is why the person was like um it's always a woman who celebrates being enlightened past jealousy um and she doesn't really find I think it was a she I'm not sure um a man who celebrates being compulsive um, when I'm dating, especially if I was dating a man, would you be practicing
0: conversion? Uh, I'll be practicing checking my jealousy.
1: <laughs> see, there's that. So, <laughs> No, nah, I, I don't
0: even think I'm. It's not even a jealous thing. I don't even think it's just a hurt thing. Yeah, I don't but think. It, it's but some again,
1: ghost. I think that goes into doing your healing work. Yeah,
0: I think it, it's more so that I don't think I get like necessarily like jealous like or mm. like comparing and nothing else like mm. that, you know?
1: So I think for me oh did you want to answer first?
0: Uh that question? Yeah. I think we kinda of did. No,
2: oh, let's wait. go deeper.
0: Oh, in terms of like me as a guy being Like
1: how were you as far as practicing conversion?
0: It's pretty natural. That's what I said. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Like it was infuriating. I'm not a hater, dog. It was infuriating when I was having to work through all of my jealousy with him fucking another woman in the same house. And he was just like, when I have a woman over, he's just like, yay. I'm like, the
0: fuck? Yeah. <laughs>
1: he's just naturally compressive. But again, time would tell if I ever date a man.
0: <laughs> mm. Already felt some time. i was just kidding. i was just kidding. i was just kidding. i just kidding. Kill, 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 kill.
1: But, um... So I think for me, the reason I had to work through my jealousy is because you started dating women when we weren't secure in our relationship before we were even in our relationship. Mm -hmm. So I just had to do a lot of work um, around that. I had to do a lot of deprogramming of monogamy and a lot of the toxic monogamy that I had been conditioned with, with the possession and the ownership and the normalization of jealousy and things like that. Um, But I think at the end of the day, it was because I didn't feel chosen, like even within our relationship, because I haven't had long term relationships. This is my first long term relationship past a year. um, I wasn't secure in us. So Mm. like when he was with another woman, I had to be and this is something that, you know, I would communicate after he went on dates or he had women over. I would I would need to feel chosen. I would need to be reaffirmed that he was committed to me. And once I got through a certain point in our relationship, that I was like, "Oh yeah, he's really with me. Like he's really wants to marry me. Like he really spending life with me. Like this is really safe. I can the real shit. I can I can feel safe now that we are grounded and that other women aren't a threat to take him away. Right. Once that happened, it was like, oh yeah. I'm happy for anyone else who can make him happy who he enjoys um like that that he gets to go out and date that he has uh more positive sexual experiences like I was Mm -hmm. yeah I was able to be actually genuinely happy with all that so it was a big accomplishment for me enough to post because I had done some fucking work okay
0: so yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm getting worried about it stopping (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. All right, all right. I just got a feeling on my own. All right, all right.
1: So this is the, mm, the last question. And I'm going uh, to do a clarifying question because this was kind of confusing to me. What, if any, are some of the ceasefire, i.e. unequivocal no-no, actions or postures that you have adopted for your relationship? And do you find any or all of these agreements to be par for the course when it comes to traditional relationships and or relationships similar to yours?
2: Jeez.
1: So that was a lot. Yeah. So I asked this person a clarifying question because that was a lot to just understand and break down. Basically, what would cheating be?
0: All them damn words. I'm just kidding. I feel
1: like this was You're an very academic.
2: Like, You're very articulate. You, to, you want it.
0: To... But all them damn words. Yeah, like. Yeah. Nah, it's all good. We appreciate the question. You know?
1: What
0: what would cheating be within, within our dynamic? <laughs> um, cheating would be like a betrayal of our trust and commitment to each other. Which, mm-hmm. again, if you look at those words mm-hmm. and break them down, it's if we committed to being honest and open about certain things, like sex is a huge thing.
1: Get testing before new parts. Right.
0: So if I were to... And see the results. So if I were to have a one-night stand, that would be cheating. Mm-hmm. that would be a betrayal of our connection and our agreement to each other because I don't have one nice... Unless you got, like, some super testing that happens in 24 hours or some mm-hmm. shit like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know of any. Yeah. <laughs> um, hurry up, scientists. Come on, <laughs> come on. We need you. Anyways. <laughs> but uh, if that were to happen, that would be cheating because that's the agreement. And I also like that. I like mm-hmm. the buffer of... To break down, like, the cheating piece. I like the buffer of... Um, the testing because it allows me to not make those like you know just Rash. on my dick decisions like <laughs> oh shit she fine as fuck let's do it like mm-hmm. I, I get to I have to slow it down like okay so how are you I have to like like I have to get to know the person at least a little bit mm-hmm. for us to even have that conversation about mm-hmm. testing and everything else like that Um so that would be one example yeah. of, of cheating and was there another part to that question no what would be cheating yeah so anything along those lines mm-hmm. like anything that would Disregard our connection and commitment That we've made to each other as life partners
1: Now I will say that In my journey within my sexuality Especially after experiencing women sexually My definition of sex has changed mm. So
0: Oh I can't wait for it We gonna do an episode about that one yep, yep, So yep. as
1: far as <laughs> Getting tested I Require a So usually fingering Isn't included in the you don't have to get tested for mm-hmm. category. Mm-hmm. You know? Or is included and you don't have to get tested
0: for. I want to hear the people's opinions about
1: But
0: it's it's because
1: matter. of my again understanding of what sex is with women I'm like nah that's sex that there are fluids. Mm. Even though there is a smaller chance of transmitting something
2: very
1: small. People still wear gloves like it's still a thing so we disagree on that actually on whether or not we should have testing
0: so for fingering to be specific. for fingering so the so the people know
1: yeah so
0: i can't finger a girl mm-hmm. um like i meet a girl we hit it off mm-hmm. we don't have sex but we're kissing we're touching i'm fingering her
2: mm-hmm.
0: that would be considering cheating for you in, in regards to your perception of things because of your newfound mm-hmm. understanding of sexuality. Yes. Or sexual And
1: concept. And for you, uh, uh, tribbing, which is when um, a vagina is on anything or vulva is on anything other than another vulva, that that's where scissoring is. So, like, I basically had sex with a woman and didn't know it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. What
1: so, because my vulva was on her thigh, her vulva was on my thigh, and... There was fluids, but I didn't know because it wasn't fluid to fluid, so I didn't think it was anything. But that was uncomfortable for you,
0: so it was just. It was more so the dynamic.
1: Oh well, yeah, and we'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about in a, that. In a, in a I wasn't
0: too much tripping off that, honestly. Oh, Okay,
1: well, that even it, it changed my understanding of that to identify that as sex, and, and it's just yeah. So we disagree as far as. Especially on the topic of queer sex versus heterosex. It's complicated. As far as... Why tasting. y'all got
2: complicated
1: <laughs> You know? So that <laughs> being said... It's real simple with us. <laughs> so that being said, because of that disagreement, what I've taken within my power to say is that I will get tested prior to doing anything outside of kissing if it involves the vulva vagina. Um, but I can't control him. So, if he were to finger another woman without getting without seeing her results of her testing I can't do anything about that but what I can do is say I am not having sex with you and mm-hmm. so you
0: get tested and that's and that has well, happened you know how my sex drive is so it's like hold up now wait you taking away the oh no oh so you know that complicated thing
1: <laughs> cause <laughs> let me uh, eliminate this myth you are not more prone to STDs being in an ethically non-monogamous relationship, okay? You are actually more prone to it being in a monogamous relationship because of the lack of communication and transparent communication. So there's that. And because it ain't always ethical monogamy, okay? So, you know, there's that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so... Uh, in my experiences, we all get tested. We all share our results, and we're like the first woman I was dating. I was aware that she was dating three other people. I was aware that she was having sex with another woman. Um, so yeah, communication, and that way, yeah, you can practice safety, and you can use um, safety tools like condoms or dental dams or gloves. Like you can you can use different things, but you are not more prone to STDs generally within the polyamorous community. Because we're talking about it more. So, there's that. Um, I think the other thing that we needed to talk about, and this may go into another episode, is that we have a hard boundary now of no triads.
0: Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> it did work for us.
1: I'd say in short, yeah, it didn't work for us. And, and th- we, we tried it. It didn't work. We'll explain in a different video why yeah. it didn't work. But uh, we decided after that individually, it didn't work for us, and as a relationship, it didn't it work, work for us.
0: It ain't work. Mm-mm. Nah, no. nah, nah. No, so I think
1: that would be the hard no nos, um, yeah. or boundary violations. Yeah. Um. So let's end it with relationships are on a spectrum. Okay. Yes.
0: You like are- most things. Exactly. Not everything's black and white. No, people. at all most things aren't
1: so you go from monogamy (laughs) to ethical Um, non-monogamy ethical non-monogamy has polygamy under that umbrella has polyamory under that umbrella has open relationships or open marriage under that umbrella within polyamory there's a triad, there's a quad there's a V, there's an N there's a whole bunch of different types of configurations Um, but yeah, it's complicated talk to people don't have assumptions, ask questions
0: Thank you so much for the questions, y'all. Yes, we thank you. It. We appreciate Keep them it. Coming. We
1: look forward Keep them to coming. your future questions. And remember to reach out on our Instagram and Facebook. Yes. That's where we will be posting the questions. So that way you can, um, or asking you to think about things or ask what your questions are. Yeah. Uh, so that way you can give us your answers and we can respond to them.
0: And if there's a like a topic that you want us to cover, yeah, yo, let us know. We might do a full episode on a question or mm-hmm. a comment that you made. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because remember, we are therapists as well.
0: That's it. That's the beauty of it, and mm-hmm. that's shit, that's probably why half this stuff is working right now because we didn't <laughs> did so much damn work on ourselves Ooh. and others. Growth. Growth.
1: All right, so we're gonna end the video and then finish up with the podcast. Um. So, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, mm-hmm. follow us on Instagram,
0: and if you don't ring that bell,
1: oh, and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform suits you best. Right.
0: I know you got I- iPhone users out there. Y'all mm-hmm. better go on, on. We on there. We want We everything. So mm-hmm. hey, no excuse. Um,
1: but I will say that you can find our playlist. That's where we're grouping our shows based on the topic on SoundCloud. SoundCloud, Only on SoundCloud.
0: That's on SoundCloud. Yeah, sure. All right, y'all. It was great. Thank you for participating and giving us the feedback and the questions. We again so much appreciate you guys interacting with us. That's what feeds the show. That's why we are doing this to reach as many people and to interact with y'all. Because Mm -hmm. the more people we can interact with and connect with, the more we can really get a better understanding of some of the topics that we're talking about. All right, y'all. We will see you on the next one. Peace.
1: And, and love. All right, y'all. So to finish up the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate you coming back to us. We are so glad to be back. And uh, let's end it with our what our show is all about. It's So Real is a podcast that challenges the norms, deconstructs our reality, and questions your thinking. Remember to check us out on Anchor where you can uh, donate for as low as 99 cents per month.
0: Do it. It's really easy. It's a great way to support uh, our show, our our projects, Mm -hmm. and a a way for us to grow and um, level up our game because like... Every year we've been leveling up. We've gotten mics. We've gotten uh, audio equipment, um, software, software mm-hmm. uh, lighting. Uh, we could get a new camera. All these things will be put back into It's So Real so that we can provide the best content for all of you.
1: And remember, we coming out with merchandise that take money too.
0: Yeah, you know. So uh, help a brother and a sister <laughs> out. Um, make sure that you're uh, subscribed, like we said before um to on whichever platform is best for you. And you know, I, I know there are a whole bunch of platforms. So whichever one works best for you, make sure you're subscribed and you're following us, um whether that's on um uh, iTunes or whatever it is, where is, Spotify, Spotify. SoundCloud. Yeah. There's a lot of, There's a lot of, a lot them. of so we're, we're 11 on eleven different much
1: eleven different
0: Yeah, groups. we're we're on a lot of those platforms. So definitely follow us, um, and subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Yeah, we're going to be putting a lot more content on there so that you guys can see our beautiful faces. Yeah. <laughs>
1: we'll put teaser videos on uh, Instagram and Facebook.
0: Right. Um, and ring that bell so that you're notified on YouTube, by the way. Yes.
1: Well, thank you so much for listening to It's So Real with your girl Rocky.
0: And your boy So? <laughs>
1: you have a beautiful day. Take care of
0: you. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. And love. Always.